0: And there it is. Yo, what is up, guys? It is Damage Per Second Podcast episode 54. 54 episodes. We're just past the year. It's been a a great ride with the homeboy slow-mo backslap. Um, Happy to be here with you guys, man. It's been a lot of stuff that's been going on. You know, we got leaks. We got, you know... Companies taking stuff away from us in games. It's just a lot of stuff to talk about. And um, first, I do want to welcome my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the man, of mini slaps, Slummo backslip. Mm-hmm. What's been going on with you, sir? How have you been? And I haven't talked to you, it seems in like a week, even though it was actually, it has been a week. I haven't talked to you since like Saturday almost.
1: Yeah, we talked last night.
0: Uh, that's not really talking. What? It's not really talking i didn't talk did you, at did you you not speak to me i didn't talk at you. oh you know what i did talk i did talk to you never mind
1: yeah yeah you were you were trying to get people to to get me to play a from software game is what you were doing so you definitely talked at me but now yeah look as now, you should be I, I, I know what you mean we haven't had a one-on-one talk in a while and which is you know it, it's, it's unusual but it is what it is you know we, we we're, we're busy you know uh middle-aged men <laughs> so it is what it is uh but i've been good man i've been real good how about you
0: i've been good i've been good man it's been um pretty pretty interesting week just had a bunch of stuff going on at work and stuff with um customers and stuff like that playing games just enjoying um enjoying myself as much as i can kid like i said last week my kid went to uh homecoming for the first time so dealing with everything that falls from that and it's been a it's been a very enjoyable week so what's been what's been new with you homie what you been playing first of all well
1: uh a little bit of everything um i've i've been uh if you've been watching my streams i've been playing i played some road company uh you know you know slaps started slapping some people a little bit it was a little while since i've been in road company but i felt it's like riding a bike you know you you knock the rust off pretty quickly and yet you get in there and you, you start putting in, putting uh, the screws on people. You know how it is. But it was fun. It was fun. Uh streamed that. I finished Bioshock Infinite. The ending kind of threw me. Like I, I need a minute to, to process what the heck just happened. Uh, I am in the process of doing the DLC. So there's like three DLC. Uh, I skipped the one that is more uh like kind of more to do with uh the the world and i forgot the name of the city that's 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 uh in the sky in bioshock infinite but i did start wanting to do the two dlc the two episodes they're like two parters and they kind of like second part continues from the first part um that takes place in rapture which mm-hmm. is the city from from one and two and uh, that's been actually pretty good. It's been a, a a very good story. I see why people like Bioshock. It's uh it's, it's just it's a pretty pretty decent series. I'm glad I got that collection from Steam. Uh,
0: I tried out. How much was it when you bought it?
1: It's like fifteen dollars. That's not bad. Steam sales are awesome, man. Especially it, it, when they're when, good when, games. Yeah, yeah. It's it, 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 you know a little bit older, but still you know no no big deal. I'm playing it at like 144 frames per second you know you, you know the <laughs> refresh rate of my monitor oh Lord. my my, my, my p c can do that you know i uh, know uh but uh i also tried out this game called a i the somnium files you ever heard of that uh no okay it's on game pass uh shout out to DL colon for suggesting it uh it's a it, it's a it's a little fan servicey it's a little fan servicey uh Not not necessarily my cup of tea, but if you like fan service and if you like Phoenix Wright, like the Phoenix Wright games, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like that. Like you're a detective and there's a crime that you have to solve and there's a murder and you're trying to figure it out, but you use like, in, in AI, you're using like technology to go into people's brains and... Find out like what happened or what they know, even the people who are like nonverbal, like they, they went into like some kind of like trance or something because they're traumatized about what they saw. You go in, you figure it out. It's, 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 it's got a good gameplay loop because it's based it off of like how you're investigating things the way Phoenix Wright does it. It's just some of the dialogue had me like, yo, did the 16 year old write this? <laughs> because like. some of the comments i'm like the cheesy jokes the 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 really bad sex puns that sounded like it was written by someone who's never touched a woman before it was just it was it was it kind of got to me uh shout out to everybody who watched the stream though i think i think we had a good time with it uh what else have i oh back for blood which we're going to talk about you know in a few minutes so i'm not going to talk too much about that yeah but I, I played back for blood yesterday a little bit today and uh right when like maybe midnight on tuesday night i uh i played it th- on oh, monday night i played it uh, i played it uh then as well so uh i've been uh i've been just kind of been really uh really well versed in all my games as usual you know how it is
0: hmm yeah, that's that's kind of where that's kind of where I've been sitting at for the last couple of days and stuff. Just mostly just sitting back Ooh, and I just the one.
1: I miss one. You missed I what finished Tomb Raider: Definitive Edition on PC. This is like Ooh. that'll be like my second time playing through it. Uh, st- it it it's still the best one. Up. It's the best it one. It still holds up to me well, at least. This is I I used to say that it's the best one. I I've never played playing... Shadow yet. You you ain't missing much. <laughs> <laughs> Shadow's the worst one. Okay, but, Shadow
0: is the worst one.
1: <laughs> um, I kind of at this point now kind of feel like even though Tomb Raider: Definitive Edition has the better story, mm-hmm. that the better playing game, and better looking, better playing, better overall everything but story is Rise of the Tomb Raider. Mm -hmm. rise has got like it it, like i said visually it is it's it's well rise is definitely
0: a good looking game
1: yeah uh tomb raider definitive edition on pc isn't ugly I'm, i'm not saying that it's uh especially if you got like a really good rig like mine and you can even though it doesn't have like all the like say features that current games have if you know how to go into your nvidia control panel you can turn some stuff on that can kind of give things a little boost it 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 actually looks pretty pretty damn good uh um especially for a game that came out in like what was that 2011
0: 2012 yeah it was it was right before this last last generation started it was right around the time i built my pc too well not built it but redid it because I um I played Toon Ray. I didn't play on Xbox. I played it on PC and uh, on Steam. And yeah, it was it was the first time I fell into that trap of 60 frames per second or bus. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh yo, this is so much better. But um yeah. yeah no yeah I I played a lot of that one, and I I never went back and um finished. I don't even did I finish? I only think i finished um rise i think i might towards the end of it, i think i think around that time that came out i was that's when destiny was like full tilt for me and i was just stuck in that world but um for the most part i do want to go back and finish that because i still do have the saves and stuff shout out to xbox and their cloud saves you know ever since they implemented that throughout the generation all that stuff even if you don't have it on your system it's still there for you to download as long as you had your xbox live account which was cool but um do want to shout out some people that are in the live chat we got the homeboy mitchy dies a lot always trying to be here first um <laughs> he says the destiny mm-hmm. content vote be like disney's vote available for a short time only <laughs> absolutely <laughs> that's what it's like bro uh shout out to that, that guy smitty shout out to uh erodimus you know what is going on sir and um you know um defloy see Defloy, up and um and tony gracios it's in the chat too so we really appreciate all you guys erodimus says has anybody seen a ticketed twitter spaces yet man i don't know man some some of these twitter spaces d- definitely need some um oversight but they need something. <laughs> they, they need, need something.
1: something. Cause it, yeah. So, uh no, um, yeah. Go ahead. No, let's just go ahead and get into it, man. Let's let's. What's uh, going let's on, go sure Taz? How
0: you doing, bro? I ain't. Yeah, with the with the with the eye chat. You know, all What what's going on with you, Taz? I don't know what's up, man. Um, what's up, Taz? But yeah, let's get into it, man. So let's talk about um back for blood and your impressions of it. Like I I put about six to seven hours in, and I'm I'm. Partly through the second, I think going halfway through the second campaign or act or whatever it is, halfway yeah, yeah, through that's, that that's,
1: one. That's where I'm at right now, like yeah. halfway through the second act.
0: So, so what are your impressions of it so far? I know we talked about it a little during, um, we talked about it a little on Brat, but what did you? What is your um, thoughts on it now?
1: I yo like I'm, I'm really I'm really digging it because it's I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of 4 Dead and i i have one and two on on xbox i have one and two on on, on pc on steam so i the, the game is awesome especially if you can play with friends we can kind of we'll get into that in a, right. minute, in a in a little bit but what i would say about this one is that back for blood i i understand some of the criticisms that are are coming to it and 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 i'll talk about some of the criticisms that are more of people uh criticizing it because it's not left for dead and that is in the 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 realm i think that's mostly people who just want left for dead a remake of left for dead like they just want that game like and so like this game's a little bit different i mean it's coming from the same exact developer it's a little bit different but you get you're getting largely what Left 4 Dead is, and people just don't care for it. I like it. I like some of the changes they made. The plays better, much, much better, actually. Uh, uh, the aim assist is a little strong. I think a little too strong. I, I was playing around with something with that <laughs> on stream because it's like if you go to the shooting range uh-huh. and if you just aim, like I, I was like at the way I was positioned, I was like standing in between two of the targets and I just raised my gun in between the middle of them and and I just watched as the, the, the game the aim assist just shoved my gun directly to the head of, of the left target and I'm just like yo that's I have never seen aim assist that aggressive before. It was it's it's pretty ridiculous. I don't think that's necessary. I kinda think it makes it, it's a little it makes it a little too easy to shoot targets. But uh I haven't I was gonna say, mm-hmm. do you
0: think it's worse than did you see that clip of the Halo gameplay where they were showing the aim assist at work where he he the guy had got away on a stream, walked away from his PC, not his PC, but from his Xbox, and characters like probably 30 to 40 meters away from him were running around, and as his reticle crossed over their head, it would literally pull his reticle. In different directions I, oh
1: I have I gotta see that I, I I'll need to see that first before I can say w- which is worse but well they said they were pretty... fixing
0: well but well I'm gonna say Bungie but uh 343 said in a patch that they were going to fix that that they said it was um an overcompensation between the you know because they're trying to do mouse and keyboard support mixed in with con- with controller right. so, so you, they said that they
1: have some aim assist to help controller players Comp, f- play against compete against mouse and keyboard right. mouse and keyboard would, would be aim assist all by itself just because it is what it is
0: you know oh yeah it's point and shoot <laughs> literally right. point and shoot but literally. Go, but go ahead finish what you were saying
1: so uh my actual Chris the bugs are are it's not as bad on PC as it is on console from what I'm hearing because I haven't played it really on console but on PC it's not that bad but they are annoying uh, I, I hopefully they can they can I get those ironed out quickly. Uh, the, the matchmaking, I think the matchmaking is a bug. There's a problem with matchmaking, and I noticed okay. this. Or either that. As a matter of fact, let me let me rephrase this. I hope there's a problem with matchmaking because if there isn't a problem with matchmaking, this game does not is not going to be long for the gaming world. Essentially, this is what's been going on. Mm-hmm. I try to match make with some people cause I'm playing solo and I don't have anyone else to play at that play with me at that time. Mm-hmm. If I, I was halfway through the first act and I couldn't find anybody to play with. This is on PC with cross play enabled. And I'm like, What's going on? I was streaming earlier today. Matter of fact, shout out to Fun Speculation in the chat. Mav, how's it going, bro? Mav was watching. He can he can back me up. I was I was matchmaking for for like um trying to start off where I left off because for some reason the game had forgotten that I had already passed the first act. Mm-hmm. And so I had to go start from like the middle or something. And so I'm I'm matchmaking for like 10 minutes. I was about to just quit and just go back to playing Rise of the Tomb Raider. And just because just do right. that for my stream. But right when I was about to quit, the game goes, oh, he's about to quit. Go ahead, go ahead and get him in there or something. I don't know. Like <laughs> It just all of a sudden decided to get me in there. But it only match made me with one other person and two bots. And it's just like, yo, where are the people at? Where are the people playing this game? I feel like for it to be less than a week after launch for, it, for a game of this quality, and it's not a terrible game. Yeah, the Metacritic is only in the 70s. So what? Who cares about Metacritic? Like, it's a fun game. It's a fun game to play with people. And, and, and I, think it, I think it plays very well. I can't see that a game less than a week after launch is struggling to find people to play with on two separate platforms. That doesn't make sense to me. So I'm hoping that it's just a bug and Turtle Rock Studios comes out and says, yeah, we fixed this bug. Sorry, matchmaking was completely borked. And then, you know, in the future, when I'm trying to matchmake and get a get a get some, some mission started or get some progress on, on my missions, then I'm actually getting matchmade with people. I had to actually go on rookie and not veteran the way I wanted to because on veteran i i was matchmaking one time for like 20 minutes couldn't find anybody to play with and i'm just like it's it's either people are only doing the very beginning of the first act or they're just not playing it's just like what 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 is happening so right like, that's the well one of my really big frustrations but Like I said, I am enjoying it. Some of the mission structure is different than typical Left 4 Dead. Typical Left 4 Dead is just surviving. Running as fast as you can, moving as fast as you yeah. can, as a group, to the next checkpoint, the next safe house. Rinse and repeat until you get to the end, and you gotta, you gotta do. Oh well, you, you get a couple of areas where you gotta turn something on. It's gonna be loud. Zombies are gonna come, They'll come out from everywhere. Out of every nook and cranny and corner. You gotta, you know, stave them off, survive, and then you get that kind of that kind of mission at the end. Back for Blood's a little bit different now, where and I don't know if you've done this yet but in the most recent missions that I did we had to go find survivors release them and then get them back to the safe house that's a little bit different
0: yeah the escort missions yeah
1: yeah and even though it's an escort mission it's a little little bit different of a of a mission structure there
0: the card system I don't care for it it becomes almost obsolete. you don't even really think about it it's like you go to the room it's like you see cards on the floor like they'll give you the bonus cards in the middle of a mission and you'll pick them up and be like oh and then have you have you unlocked any yet yeah i unlocked a couple of them i also i also accidentally picked up some um challenge ones and i was like "Who? i shouldn't have picked that up
1: <laughs> uh, in the chat a rhyme says alien fire team will back I, for blood
0: hmm. um
1: i'm gonna say back for blood i'm
0: gonna say back for blood too and that's hard for me to say because i love aliens and i love everything about the alien franchise but it's it's as much as i enjoyed the time that me and slow-mo put into it that's the only also, time uh, i played that break. game
1: shout out to outbreak podcast they said to bring our volumes both up i did if you can i okay. did Okay. okay I good, did. Good, good,
0: good. yeah cool. my bad go ahead continue no no i was just saying you know as much as i love it it's like my problem with actually i don't really have a problem with alien it's just the fact that i played left for i mean left for dead i played back for blood probably less than i play alien but alien i haven't played but that one session that i did was slow-mo whereas i played quite a few sessions of back for blood and wanted to get back in Um, So,
1: so, so so what are you saying like like is it me
0: no, it's not, you. <laughs> it's not I'm you. I haven't even played Back for Blood with you yet, so it can't be you. It's no, there's no, there's nothing to um, compare it no, to I'm when it comes saying, to you.
1: Like, you, you, played, you, you played the uh, Back for Blood with the homie, the homie Cognito. Yeah, shout out to the homie. Shout but, out to the celebrity. But you, you played, you played Alien Fire Team with me and you haven't picked it up ever since so like, you know i'm just saying i'm just wondering you know
0: well no it it's just it's just and i'm looking at it right here on my xbox and i'm like man i need to we always keep saying we need to get back in there because we played a lot we played a whole chapter we did an
1: entire yeah the entire it's chapter two
0: hours of gameplay in in one day and it was it was really really cool and so we definitely do so i the thing is i don't the little we probably play i don't know if we play more because in order to get to what act two you have to play probably about two hours where it's probably about the same amount it was of time about two hours it was yeah about two, two hours. hours it's just hard I, I for me to kind of it's kind of uh... hard for me to, to kind of compare the two i think back for blood is a more polished game um because it's been made by a studio that knows what they're doing when it comes to this type of genre game where yeah, they, if cre- they I re- created this genre, created this genre yeah. whereas the studio that made aliens fireteam i believe that was their first title oh really i, I think that's their first title they ever made so i mean Monkey even Monkey if it, even if they made one title before they they're not on the same pedigree as turtle Rock is in the genre that they basically created so back from Blood is just way more polished to me than anything else and um that's how i kind of
1: team elite is made
0: by cold iron studios and yeah have they made anything in the pad while you're looking that up shout out the fun speculation being up in the chat we already mentioned outbreak um outbreak podcast thanks for coming through bro <laughs> admiral right meow shout out to the shout out to the um the cat squad Um, uh, shout out to the the founding oh, you member are correct. is you are a, correct the only yeah, studio the, their only game their only games so and that's that's probably why not, i mean it's not a bad game it wasn't game. for a first attempt it wasn't
1: yeah I, I, this is why i think right i think cold iron did a decent job with alien fire team but it's like one of those things where it not, there's nothing exceptional about the game but there's also nothing bad about it so it's just it's it's just in the middle i think they have to stick and think- i'm not saying it's boring because it's aliens and it's aliens done pretty well it's done but it's, it's just not it's, it's really just not well uh nothing spectacular but like
0: look at the screen now like you, i mean for you i i see the ogre the ogre walking towards it it's, there's nothing like these environments there's nothing like this as of right now that i have seen inside of you know aliens fire team no,
1: it's, because because although it's an iconic environment because it's the same like colony from the the movie Alien the movie yeah iconic in itself but it, you do get the special the special uh, xenomorphs with, with the with the weird names like Daisy and stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> just like why did you name this xenomorph Daisy,
0: Daisy? like it's she's so
1: hard to kill like she's so hard to
0: kill but. but
1: yeah but it's but it's like but it's always a xenomorph you know it's not like something you haven't seen before whereas there's a lot more and i think that's also kind of plays into the part of here is a licensed game that cold iron studios has they can't go create something new and spectacular or or bombastic out of that they can't make a whole new xenomorph and be like ooh, this is the special people will be like what you doing you messing with my 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 nostalgia, man. Ain't no Xenomorphs like that. Right. Whereas Turtle Rock can just do whatever. They got different special zombies in this one than from Left 4 Dead. And w- why not? Because that's that's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing I wanted to say is that this, the narrative is a bit tighter with this one compared to like the cutscenes and, yeah. and a, a more fleshed out story original Leffer did is more like uh it's like a trope of like one of those like really bad D list horror movies things like when you and when you, you're loading into the game they have a movie poster. Right. And then when you complete a mission or the movie, they'll run credits with you as playing whatever character you were playing and then like say rest in peace to whoever didn't make it stuff like that. So it's like a movie. And that was a cool trope and all, but they took it a step further by actually creating a narrative with characters or personalities that you can choose, to choose from. Uh, I'm choosing, uh, I can't remember. I think the guy's name is Phil or something. I don't know. He's got like a, uh, he, he wears, he got like a denim jacket and a beard. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, that's a, I, I just mostly been using him because everyone's getting like the main cast that you see on the the cover on the cover of the game yeah right but uh no i mean i'm liking it it's it's all right how long i play it is determined by how often i can get friends to play it with me
0: (laughs) that's a question in itself
1: playing it with randoms if you can get randoms in there with you some of them i mean like i almost rather have a bot (laughs) <laughs> I'm right are you trying to there, say some people don't you know down. how to
0: play games?
1: I'm saying some people don't know how to play this game. Okay, <laughs> moving super slow. Want to check every nook and cranny. What are you doing? We, we look. Look, I I get getting stuff that's on the beaten path, but like, bro, we we trying to get into the safe house. We got special zombies coming at us, and you're trying to figure out which gun you want to pick up. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not the time, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I. Uh, I think at one part, I was at the part where it, with the the boat and you got blow the boat up. Yep. And I picked up the, the the dynamite, and so I'm walking over to the boat, and the, the random with me is just like shoot the gatling gun, and I'm like, bro, these bots not gonna pick up. are <laughs> <laughs> not gonna pick up the dynamite, sir. You need to pick up the dynamite, man. Oh, and it's just man. like I'm just waiting for him to figure it out, and I'm like like it's you have to have communication you do
0: you do because it's like i remember one time we were playing and nobody picked up it was in the first act i was playing with some random people and you got to defend the um it's like the train yard and stuff so you gotta defend that top part and nobody picked up, you know. And this is when I realized I said, "Oh, you just got to make sure you pick up everything yourself, just to make sure you have it." So right. nobody picked up the toolkit in order to get access to the uh, the mini gun is inside of that crate, right. and you got to have a toolkit. So I was like, I "Just get the toolkit every every time." So man. so literally to the point where it was like I was playing with Cog but you know, it was the first time. I was like, "Oh, just playing the game." I was like, "Oh yeah, I I don't have to. I I'll I'll get a cool toolkit. I don't even know what it's for." And then I found out what it was for i was like oh i need to make sure i get this every time and then for this one strange reason i didn't get one and we get to that part and i'm waiting for somebody to open up this 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 case and nobody does it and i'm like Yep, I'm gonna have to keep doing this on my own because people, you can't count on people. and that's part of the communication side of it. Even because yeah. you, because it's not like the it's not like the currency they give you is real hard to attain. It, no, they, yeah, you get a lot generous. of generous, yeah, they're yeah. very generous with the currency. So when you're going in between safe houses, you got a lot of money that you can use right. to spend on stuff. But I, I guess having a lot of money left
1: over with nothing else to get, I'll be nothing like, else to get a thousand left, and I and I. I can't. I got. I'm completely stocked up. I got full health. I got a med kit. I got toolkit. I got my two weapons. I got attachments on all. Uh, all every attachment I can put on my gun is on there. It's just
0: yeah. And then it it just yeah. comes down that most people when they play it, it's like like for example, like marking and highlighting, you know, special objectives or weapons and stuff on the screen. So, you know, it's like situational awareness, you know, you don't really get that when you're in a, um, I ain't gonna say you don't get it, but you very rarely get it when you're in a party or in a game with just random people. And then on top of that, like ammo, um, Ammo of reserves and stuff. Like I pick up everything. Like I will spend all my. Oh, I will spend as much money. Do that.
1: Yeah, I will spend oh, as oh, much money. Oh, oh, do oh, oh, that. I would say don't pick up all the ammo. This is this is what I. Everyone goes for the AR. So instead of getting the AR, I'll get the sniper rifle or I'll get the. Uh, well, no, no, no. Uh, I don't.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, when I mean to pick up all the ammo, like I like if you look in the gameplay right now. I was running this part. I was running an AR and I was running a Desert Eagle. And then the next part I was running the desert Eagle and I, I found the golden goose, the, um, the, the 50 Barrett and I was using the sniper rifle. Jesus world, everything goes down in one shot with a Barrett, but, um, but I was still picking up as much ammo as possible because they were using ARs and shotguns and stuff. And as we were playing through the map, they were talking about, Hey, who has this, who has that? I was like, okay. Yeah, I got you know ar ammo and i'll just drop it because i'm not using the ar and they say how you doing no sniper i'm like oh i need sniper i only got like 15 shots left next day i know they drop all these sniper rounds on the ground i got a full kit again and they just pick up the reserve and hold it for me in their backpack and stuff so that's the type of that's the type of experience you get when you're playing with people and it it seems like they kind of want you to do that in game because they do. If anybody has noticed it, which if you're under a rock, if you didn't, as soon as you turn the game on, it tells you that your voice cons are being recorded because they want everybody to be communicating in this game. So they kind of force they also you don't
1: want you to be a douche and they
0: don't want you to be a douchebag while you're doing it. Cause they're forcing communication in the game and they know a lot of people are in party chats. And but they still allow you to be hearing your party chat. You can hear the people in game at the same time. Your mic is open on both ends of the spectrum, which is a really cool thing. And um, I really like that. But that just lets you know what kind of communication is kind of needed, especially if you're playing in the higher tiers of difficulty where it's not just I'm only worried about zombies and people coming at me in the different special um, the special creatures they have now i'm worried about other people shooting me in friendly mm-hmm. fire because the thing people don't know is the higher the difficulty the higher that that spread and how much damage you take from friendly fire goes up too yeah yeah i think veteran i think for for rookie it's
1: like 10 15 20 of the actual damage that you do is is reflected in friendly fire uh, if you shoot your own teammate, but if, it, if you do go up the veteran, it's like 50, it's like 50%. And I think the highest difficulty is just basically your full damage. So if like whatever damage that you do is, is that's it. You're, you're, you're hitting everyone else with that. So like people be spraying and praying and just potato aiming all over the place with sir, sir, you, you, can you be a little bit focused. You know, I was playing with Enrique, shout out to Enrique last night and Enrique was like, slow-mo, why are you always crouching? Cause so I was like, cause I'm not trying to get <laughs> shot in the back. <laughs> um... I'm not trying to get shot, man. Cause, yeah, cause every time I, every time I I'm in front of y'all or like nothing directly, every time I know that you guys are behind me, somewhere behind me, I'm getting shot. Right. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just, you know, crouching, I'm crouch
0: walking. Said so I'm, I'm here. I don't want people to know what's going on, but that's why I'm doing it. Cause I don't trust you people. <laughs> no, right, that's right. cool. So, um, you, like you did, you did just say, you don't know how long it really depends on how many people you can get into in, a, in uh, a game with you. Do you see yourself finishing this game? If yeah. you have the people to play it with? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Same thing. That's how I feel about it. I think that's a, I think that's a given. I I didn't like the beta. Is I mean, I like the beta, but I like the full game better. Which I guess is supposed to be what the experience comes down to because um, they they did change a lot of stuff. And well, not a lot of stuff, but they made it so a lot of the enemies really do flank you like significantly more inside of the full game than they did in the beta. Like I see myself like turning around a lot inside of the game just to make sure. And um. Shout out to the people in my team, man. We we had hacksaws, we had axe, battle axes, we had you know machetes. Those melee weapons do. It seems like they do more damage than actual guns in the game, bro.
1: It, they do, um, and but it, you know, of course, they're melee weapons, so and, and you gotta they, be close. You gotta be close, and some some of these uh enemies you don't want, you don't want to be too close to, but mm-hmm. yeah, they absolutely do a ton of damage. I think you should always go with uh, a gun and a melee weapon. Uh, The pistol, uh, unless I see that uh, there's a particular pistol I was trying out in the shooting range, and I can't remember the name of it now. It's something 36. Is it Magnum 36? Mm. Whatever, it's the auto variant of it. And man, I was, man, I was just like, if I had this in the game with the fire rate that thing had, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I would take this over. A, I would take that over a melee weapon, but very few, very few weapons I would take over melee.
0: Mm. Yeah, this part right here was quite funny. I was, um, we were shooting through the door and uh, I forget who it was that got, <laughs> that got snatched up through the door and slung. You know, he be swinging his hand in the door, he grabbed you, he picked him up and just threw him across the room and junk. It was so funny, bro. The, this game is this game is very um it's the perfect Game Pass game let's be for real it's it's a it's a very um a very well done game by an established studio that knows what they're doing when it comes to this type of genre and type of game and uh I'm happy that a lot of people are liking it that have played it I do think a lot more people need to play it because um Thanks. We need people to not just download the game, but actually play the game. I mean, you know, you, even if you put, even if you put an hour, two hours into a game that you could just download with your subscription, you know, do it because it gives valuable data to not just, you know, Microsoft and Xbox, it gives it to the developer to know that, Hey, these type of moves do help as much as people probably didn't beat the game uh people did put a significant amount of time playing it and trying it you know that's something that does matter in the grand scheme of something like game pass you know just the engagement piece in general but um i like it it's it's fun it's um it's a it's a breath of fresh air versus a lot of the other stuff that's out there and um, uh, i think everybody should give it a try if you got the subscription you got anything it's else a
1: game. it's a game you can pick up and just play like yeah. you don't have to like build towards anything you don't have to grind. You don't have to. Oh man, I got. to Even when you don't feel like playing, man, I, mean, I got. I gotta play back for blood because I got dailies. I got. I gotta do that, You know, like that. All that looter kind of love. No, it's just, just hey, hey, hey. You, what you guys up to? You know, and I, and I got friends like that. Like a lot. I got friends per, I know personally that just. Usually it's on a Friday or a Saturday. We'll we'll just get together and we'll play something. And usually the the the, the we'll just play something is either Left For Dead, Splitgate, Gate, Road Company, or whatever is new and hot that we can get four people to play all at once. And we've been kind of talking about this one for a minute because this i thinking like, hey, look, this might be the replacement for Left for Dead, something a little bit fresher, something we haven't really touched yet. So th- this is uh. I i hope it has some legs. I you wonder know, at least some legs with, with my friends. So right. Well I, I wonder
0: I wonder if because I know they got the stats on it because Left For Dead one and two are both um backwards compatible. I mean, I would you would think that the game that is newer would probably resonate more, but a lot of people love Left For Dead, and I wonder what the numbers on Left For Dead, you know compared you know user to user base like if there was only you know ten thousand people out there playing left for dead you know well, it's on
1: steam but you know you know oh, the yeah. interesting thing is that uh yeah, left it's for dead on is. it's on game pass pc
0: then that's probably the even better left comparison
1: but left for dead isn't on game pass pc so it is
0: no oh i thought it was
1: no, no back for blood is, so
0: Mm-hmm. Oh no, I let me yeah, wonder yeah, yeah.
1: I kinda on. wonder how Back for Blood is doing with uh um like its numbers on Steam compared to okay, so actually I just looked it up. And what we have here is in the past Okay, all time peak is the past twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. Forty one thousand people on Steam played the game
0: played back for, blood.
1: back for blood and left left for dead two. Cause that's what everyone plays. Cause this everything is inside of that. Yeah. Uh, okay. No. Yeah. Every, well, as of now, everyone's on back for blood, Going back for blood. Got, it's actually had a massive drop to 15,000.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I mean that that's what it should do.
1: Exactly. So that that that's working as intended. The the player community that were on Left for Dead has now moved to transition over
0: Back for Blood. Blood. That's yeah. So that that makes a
1: lot of sense. Now is that going to be consistent a month from now?
0: Right. Are are you going to see that Left for Dead reverse? number go back
1: up? <laughs> exactly. At this point, reverse?
0: everybody that bought Left for Dead bought Left for Dead. At this point, it's not like they're going back out to buy it again because there's something new out. Um, they'll go if if Back for Blood. Doesn't hold the Left for Dead crowd, it's because back for it's because they feel like Left For Dead is a better game. So ultimately, right. ultimately but that's what it really will come down to in the next couple of months. But for me, I think they did a lot of logistical changes, a lot of um overall um quality of life changes to the game, um, or the style of the game to actually make it stand out a little bit better for people. And I really enjoy the things they did in it. I
1: agree, I agree. <laughs>
0: So, I like it. so shout out to um the homeboy after his passion great analysis of Back for Blood gentlemen I wasn't going to try it, but I am now based on your recommendations. Now I mean yeah man it, That's I mean what I, like to hear. Yeah, I like to hear it man if you got Game Pass go out there and try it. You ain't losing nothing. You, you ain't losing nothing but the the dollar or $15 you gave Xbox every month to make sure you're in it. But uh mm-hmm. or 10 bucks if you're just on Xbox. But um moving on to the avowed situation so anybody that knows um xbox xbox acquired um what was the name of the studio slow-mo because you you call them probably the best rpg makers uh for the xbox has in their wheelhouse
1: obsidian yes
0: do you used do you really believe that
1: that did the best rpg makers that uh the xbox, xbox
0: that xbox has yeah Oh, I I just wanted to ask who who, who do you, who do you think is? Batman? I don't think anybody. I, th- I think you're right. They. I mean, you really. the 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 funny thing about it is, if you want to say something like Bethesda because of f- uh Fallout and stuff, <laughs> the best Fallout game was made by a city. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: it's, yeah. A, it's just crazy the, when you when you think Fallout, about it. For
1: a lot of people, the best Fallout game is Fallout New Vegas,
0: and it was made by a non but that's the studio <laughs> so i i'm kind of with you on that we i i heard you say that and i was like oh yeah he i was kind of like what is he talking about and then i was i heard you say that i was like hmm he makes a good point there kind of can't can't put him in a corner now but um yeah there's been <laughs> can't put him in a corner on that one now but there's been um Somewhat of a massive leak. Um, not even really a leak that we can see. A couple of people got a chance to see some of the gameplay. Um, mainly um Jace Corden over at uh Windows Central, you know. You also know him as part of the Xbox Two with the homeboy Randall Thor uh 19. Shout out to them. Always listen to them when I get a chance. So when they go live on Friday. So yeah, don't forget to go check them out tomorrow because they'll have a lot more stuff probably to talk about then. But this is what Jess had to say. He wrote an article on uh, Windows central about it. He says, let's start with the gameplay. Essentially players can expect something similar to Skyrim with the ability to freely choose between different weapons and magic styles. You want to do a dagger you, uh, and be stealthy. You can do that. Uh, want to, uh, pet enemies with arrows from afar. You can finish them off with fireballs. You could do that too. One noticeable de- departure, uh, however, is that there will be a greater emphasis on two-handed magic spells there will be also a greater emphasis on loadouts according to the avowed league there apparently won't be any massive list of spells available to your character at any one time as for the game's development Avow is apparently uh, already playable in a pre-alpha state it's unclear exactly how much of the game is finished but Windows Central speculates that it may be on track to get a proper gameplay reveal at E3 2022. Unfortunately, unfortunately there is uh, a lot of unanswered questions. We don't know yet if the game will be a full blown open world or will it go more of the hub style as Obsidian's previous game, the outer worlds. Keep in mind that this is a leak information from the confidential source, sources, verification and everything like that. So what do you think about, Oh, first of all, what do you think about? do you want it to be more of an open world or a hub style game? I would prefer more hub style so you you, uh, you I, prefer the outer world's way of doing it yes
1: okay yes, absolutely um i I really really enjoyed the outer worlds uh I was a little leery because a lot of people were saying, oh, it's just gonna be more uh another fallout uh based off of the art style. if you look at the art like the architecture of buildings and uh the the Clothing and and things like that. It does give you kind of a a vibe from Fallout, but I I was pleas- pleasantly surprised that a lot of the the game design was more Bioware than than Bethesda game studios. So like I said, I enjoyed I enjoyed the Outer Worlds. Looking forward to Outer Worlds too. Uh, Avowed not going full blown Skyrim ish. Just, you know, like the Pillars of Eternity yeah. universe with with Skyrim um, is like, that's the reason why I really was, just wasn't interested in that valve at all. Because I don't care about Bethesda Game Studios games. Fallout and Elder Scrolls are, I, I think, just, just, hey, people are going to hate it, me saying this, <laughs> but they're overrated to me. I oh. have no desire to play them. But, unless it's I, I made get by a city. Like them. Well, even Fallout New Vegas, I I think I didn't care for Fallout, so I didn't care. I didn't even attempt to play Fallout New Vegas when it it was new. I own the game now uh, because it was on sale. Have you played any
0: of the Fallout games?
1: Yeah, I played three. I played four. Uh, I didn't like either of them. So I played both of them, and I played, man, I played too many Elder Scrolls games. I, I, I don't know why I do this to myself. I attempt to play them. And then I am reminded, like this plays just like Morrowind, and I hated Morrowind, and I just turned it off. So
0: yeah, yeah. Morrowind I couldn't. Uh, Morrowind was yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that.
1: When when Skyrim was big, I was playing Bioware RPGs, yeah. And that's more of like that kind of RP Western RPG is what I'm into, uh, <laughs> where the narrative is is more tightly written and more structured i under the people who who swear by skyrim like it's like the greatest thing ever are the people or elder scrolls in general and fallout they like big sandboxes they like to they 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 like to to just explore and the story the, like take fallout 4 for example like this character's child is is he's supposed to be going after his child, right? And instead, he's just doing all this other stuff, random stuff in the world. What about your kid? What kid? It's just like that's not that like I I need an RPG that actually it seems a bit more grounded to me, where where it's like these characters have actual motivations beyond just it. Hey, it's whatever I want to do because it's a big open sandbox, and so that that's just preference of course and my preference is i i like to i I like a bioware old school bioware of course style western rpg than the the bethesda ones and seeing uh they bring this back to obsidian seeing obsidian kind of do that is, is 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 where it's at for me i think they are the best rpg studio xbox has i think in exile would be second if you look at the Wasteland games, they're they're very well written, mm. and they 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 do a really good job of 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 spinning a, ma- a narrative for you and giving you some interesting uh, dilemmas to think about. Mm. Bethesda's, I think, Bethesda's got a lot to prove. Hopefully, they do. Hopefully, they do prove it with Starfield. But in the meantime,
0: eh. <laughs> you silly i feel you though i mean <laughs> I'm i was saying. just listening to you you just like they got a lot of fruit eh, eh. they they all right eh, eh. i play fallout four i play fallout three eh, eh. who cares if they were game of the year content eh. don't matter to me i was playing bioware games which were way better eh. who cares about Bethesda? <laughs> that's what you come off as
1: i know people would feel like that
0: <laughs> i'm sorry Oh man. I mean I'm sorry. Oh man. Look man, you can only <laughs> you can only feel how you feel, man. I, I feel you. It's um it's interesting to it's interesting for me for the fact that it doesn't it, it's like they always are trying to find everything will always be kinda compared to Skyrim. You know, even Outer Worlds, which You mean for for, for Bethesda? Yeah, for I mean, Bethesda. Like for, for Obsidian. For Obsidian. Will Everything yeah, will yeah. be because their number one game that people loved was a freaking Bethesda game. So it's just hard for I won't say it's hard for them, but it's gonna be hard for a lot of people to kind of move off that. Uh I will tell you, I haven't told you this yet, but I will tell you now that I downloaded Outer Worlds for the first time now to actually play through it because you were talking so glowingly about it. I was like, I need to play this game because... It, it- that
1: first story arc sold me because I was kind of on the fence. I was like, I'm going to give this a shot. I'm going to treat them like I treat Bethesda. If I'm not, if it don't grab me within the first two hours, I'm out uninstalled, never playing again. But in the first two hours, that first town with everything they had going on, you'll see. I'm not trying to spoil it. But the the, the the dilemmas that you have and the way it was written, it had me sold. By the time I was leaving that planet, I was like, "Yeah, I'm. I, I am. I am focused in on this. I am engaged on this." Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, like I thought the characters were great. You know, it, it's you you actually have well thought out, well written companions that have. Their own, they're, they're not cookie cutter, one note, uh, uh, um, very poorly written characters that don't have a lot of layers. Though know, these characters have layers, they 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 can get into very interesting conversations with you. They they have their own side plot, side quests to to, to go through. All this stuff reminds me of old school Bioware, you know, because I'm a big old school Bioware fa- fan, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm so that's actually really good a good interesting um point of it for like for you being a person that loves bioware you know we're never going to get the (laughs) the classic bioware back that's that's big we can can only hope
1: amazing talent is now out in humanoid games yellow brick games
0: they're all over this
1: entertainment
0: yeah at this point we gotta hope that somebody else just you know, remembers the good old times and can build it back on their own. But what, okay. So, and Aronimus just spoke to this too. He said, um, Skyrim is the greatest thing ever. Um, that is what it did. He says, funny. I finished JRPGs, but none of my, um, Western RPGs, which kind of contradicts like Skyrim being the greatest thing ever when you didn't finish it. I mean, unless he's unless he's talking about anything after Skyrim. So for me, you you were really really in love with the Bioware formula. What is it that you think Bethesda needs to do with um with this game? Or oh, not this game? What do you think um, uh, Obsidian? Obsidian needs to do with this game in order we'll about- to to yeah? What do they need to do to kind of just step into their own space compared to it just being kind of run and visionary by, you know, Bethesda when it comes to stuff like that cuz you know right now Fallout and you know um Starfield and everybody's going to be talking about the next Elder Scrolls when they finally do announce uh, something around 6, that's going to be the you know the talk of the town. You know, what what does what do they have to do in order to capture people's you know hearts and minds like Bethesda did, you know, for their games.
1: They they need for a vow. They need to create engaging characters that are iconic. Some of the best RPGs are that people have nostalgia for. They have nostalgia for a particular character. With Final Fantasy, it's it's Cloud, it's Cloud. Aerith, Tifa, Sephiroth, uh, the villains, Kefka. You know, like these are these are these are characters that people. I say those names, and people immediately pictured them in their head. I just did
0: every last one of them. It, it,
1: it, like, I know everyone did without even having to, to to. You know, I'm I'm not a I'm not a magician. I just know that you did because those characters are so iconic that we've all heard and seen them or experienced playing a game with them before. Mm-hmm. They need to create like and, and then I on the Bioware side of things, and I think this is the reason why Bioware so beloved they had iconic characters as well revan from knights of the old republic uh the uh the master in in, in, in uh, jade empire mm-hmm. the uh shepherd liara miranda thane Garrus. i'm naming just all these characters from mass effect uh, the uh, uh, <laughs> I could I could go through a, a, a whole host of characters in Dragon Age as well. These are iconic characters that people latch on to. People care so obsessed so much about they do cosplays for. I know it's not necessarily strictly about the gameplay when I bring this up, mm. but I think it's really important in today's gaming and this is isn't just the RPG thing you look at overwatch look at all those characters of overwatch and the overwatch community and how they how they care about the, what those characters are that 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 separates an overwatch from a bleeding edge where no one cared about what the, who those characters were or what they looked like I, I think for about they have to create characters that will resonate with people long after they play the game. Yeah. And that will kind of catapult it from being, oh, you know, that was a pretty good RPG. It was cool. To, oh man, I can't wait to play with, about 2. To see what happens to X now that they did Z. You know what I mean? Like, it, 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 That's the one thing they have to capture. Everything else can be just solid or great, but creating characters that people will that will live on with people it it, it it it's a it's a mandatory thing
0: right um shout out to phil um d v g with the two dollar super chat should a vow take inspiration from dragon age
1: i will say and this is coming from a massive dragon age fan no and and i would say i'm saying no because i they're already kind of close in theme mhm that if you're two, if you, if you, and, and it's not like Dragon Age owns that theme. Like that, that's been done before, but I, I don't, I wouldn't want them people to look at Avowed and be like, all right, you really took a lot of influence from Dragon Age. Right. Especially when this comes out, Avowed comes out, say 2023. And then Dragon Age 4 supposed to come out in 2024. Like people... You don't want people saying, "Man, why should I play this when Dragon Age comes out in a year?" I'll just, I'll just wait for Dragon Age since that's right. who you're trying to be. Like, so I wouldn't want if it's especially if it's a quality game for it to not get a fair shake just because people think it's too close, like another game that's similar.
0: Right. No, I I agree with that 100%. You know, I should take inspiration from Pillars of Eternity, which is where (laughs) where where it it actually the world is actually lived in. So and I think that and I think that is something that actually has a lot of merit to it. I think the fact that they have a bigger world and a bigger story that they can tell just outside of the realm of possibility that this one game can actually. Cultivate itself. I think that's a really good uh, thing and a really good chance for them to kind of differentiate themselves from what any other RPG has done in the past. The one thing I do, and one thing I do want somebody to do, I don't know who's gonna do it. It doesn't have to be Obsidian with a vow. Somebody has to do it. I want to have the experience of game to game progression, decisions that I make in games go forward. I know it's a huge Mass Effect thing, but there was something special and something that kind of made you want to finish a story because you invested in the character so much over the course of however many games it took to do it. And it would be really nice and you know something like a vow or whatever the next game's gonna be to know that when you go into it, it's gonna it's like it's gonna have more of a branching story versus just you know, the the experience you have in that one thing. I mean, you can still have that main experience. Like, like we talk about Mass Effect 2. Mass Effect 2 can be a contained story all on its own. It can end right there if you want it to because you did have a, you had a villain in the Collectors and you had a situation with the ship that you had to deal with and that was the culmination of that game and even if they did and we knew that they built it up to be a trilogy and we knew that from the beginning but if they didn't and that had to be the end of it it was a very very satisfying ending for what that game was and I was super happy with that I think there's other games that need to do stuff like that so that's like the only thing I really look for any other developer to do not to just copy what they're doing but just make your decisions matter from game to game and then it also gives you hope that it's not going to be this one and done because as of right now about we just know it's one game and i mean great if it does well we could just hope that microsoft wants to support it longer term but we really don't know how that's going to pan itself out and we do know that this Microsoft is and Xbox is a lot different from the last ones of last generation. But until we get to the situation where we see that, um, you know, back a game that, you know, probably doesn't do as well, or even if it does well, they kind of go back and revisit it again, like they do with Gears of War and stuff like Halo and stuff and Forza, there's always going to be that thought. Like, is this just going to be a one and done and they're going to be moving on to something else. So that's what I want to see. That's the one thing that I hope that another developer does not just a city and pretty much anybody can do it. And uh, I, I will welcome that with open arms. Great. Agreed. agreed. Yep. So about, we don't know when it's going to come. So you yeah, speaking of which, do you think we're going to, so there's going to be some stuff shown at E not E3 at the video game rewards. It's being very, very uh, heavily rumored that it's going to be the um Hellblade 2 that's going to be shown there um but what's the chances of us probably seeing something else there and if it is something else shown there what would you like it to be from xboxes um especially
1: i don't think it's going to be shown there they did say um or at least from what the uh the 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 talk uh from windows central about about is is that it's just getting out of Mm pre-production so i don't think i don't think they are at a point where they want to show it yet typically with the way game development works is have you have to create a a vertical slice in order to get something that's actually that looks great to show people because Mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff that we the way we see a game with the graphical settings the anti-aliasing the The amazing textures and all that stuff all that stuff isn't added while they're developing the game. that's stuff that's added near the end right and so it's 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 unlikely that that's how the game looks right now. Don't show it and and i and I frankly don't care to see it until you're you are at a point in development where whatever you show me isn't going to drastically change mm- yeah and and that and we've seen that with other publishers and developers showing the game too early and then they realize oh we can't really do it like this oh the the hardware won't support that game engine is it going to support this we don't have it in the the actual game engine budget to do all these things all at once something's got to give and then next thing the people are like you said we were going to have a drone we can operate and now we don't have a drone no more. You know what I'm talking about, you you division. Uh, so <laughs> you don't wanna show it too early. right? So I don't think we'll see that. I think we might see Compulsion's game.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: That's supposed to be a third-person uh, perspective running on Unreal Engine. I think kinda like suspense or horror-ish kind of game. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong about the theme there. But I thought that's what I know for a fact that their community manager uh, Nyala something said it was third person perspective on the Iron Lord. Yeah, an America.
0: Iron Lord show when she said it. I remember that interview. Yeah. I
1: know their job announcements are asking for people who experience with Unreal Engine, which that, no one says that. And your game's running on Unity. Like, right. <laughs> you're, you're you're making your own engine. Like no, if you ask for people that c- got experience with Unreal, it's because you're running Unreal engine. Um, but I I I think it's probably progressed far enough now where it it might be in a state where they can show it, and then like when the game comes out, it's not like this ain't even the same game. Like no, no. no I think I think it's probably far enough for that. So I think that's would be the next game we see.
0: Yeah. Cool. Um sass <laughs> says, Where's my drone? <laughs> um, so um we still got the drone, man. I'm ending the um poll. We did a poll on Bethesda and uh already overrated slow-mo, and you will be happy to know that there are some of the smartest people in the chat for us because 52 of them said they are, and um 48 said that no, they're not. So kind of split, bro. And I mean, I think that's kind of how it is for a lot of people that's for Bethesda and stuff. When it comes to the games they make, they sometimes I think is it, is it that, is it that they're overrated because of, is it because of the way that their games are portrayed and the way that their games come out and buggy messes and stuff sometimes. And the whole, um, genius behind, you know, them saying like, Oh, it's, it's got character because it's busted in so many ways. And people kind (laughs) of liked it. Some people like it like that. (laughs) (laughs) But but that's how it is. Some people like it like that. But then I think you got some people that just say, no, man, this is the busted game and I don't care. And those are the people that kind of, you know, scoff at the idea that Bethesda is one of the best studios out there that make games like this, even knowing every last one of their Fallout games, with the exception of 76, has been a game of the year um, contender. So um, shout out to you guys for uh, participating in the poll. And um, you got anything else you want to say about this before we move on?
1: No, no, I think I think uh, we nailed it.
0: Cool, Battlefield 2042, the Hazard Zone gameplay. Um, sir, I think this is um what battle royale to me. I think this is what their battle royale is gonna be. I think if you, you saw the trailer earlier, Yo, wait, wait, when did you title this? I right, don't. Don't even worry. Don't even worry. Don't even worry. Stop it. No, 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 no. no, no. We gotta talk about that. No, we don't. 2042. No. 2042. Harded zone. <laughs> yes, and I didn't the want to go and zone. listen. And I wanted to go back and change it. I wanted to go back Pause. and change it. <laughs> Pause. I wanted to go back and change it, but I was like, I ain't got time. So, so there's my there's you my spell.
1: Type that out. Yeah, the hardened zone.
0: zone, hazard zone, death. Yes, yes, yes. Your boy, your boy. Listen, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. DPS podcast run by Gaming Forte on a Thursday. If we didn't have something like that pop up, but uh, it's so
1: hard to type stuff correctly, it's so
0: hard. Oh, like this, bro, are we really going to use that language on the podcast? Are we
1: you you did it? You start you put the you put the language on screen, man.
0: Look, man, I just can I live my life, please? Can I live my life? I'm just saying, man. Can he I said, live my I, life?
1: Look, I, know, I know spelling is hard. So it's
0: uh hard. <laughs> look, see, look, slow-mo. See, Taz ain't even seen that until you started talking about it. <laughs> Whatever. So what do you think? Uh, I mean, there's no gameplay. It's just pretty much a C. It's an in-game. I won't even say it's CJ. It's in-game assets because that's the one thing that you really get when it comes to the Frostbite engine. Frostbite 3, by the way you get very astonishing um, visuals even in engine when it looks like it could be gameplay but uh from what you saw what do you um what do you think about the new announcement of the game mode and what do you think of how it's going to be set up inside of Battlefield 2042
1: I kind of didn't know what I watched, but it looked cool. I mean, it's a, cut. it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a like a, a CG scene. So I mean, but it's probably running an engine and frostbite, whatever, you know, I don't, don't want to get people, but like, oh, that's frostbite. I don't care. Right. But it's just, I think, I think it looks, it looks pretty awesome, you know? And I, I liked how, how it was, uh, the whole thing was directed. I, I think it'll be probably be pretty cool. Now, how's it going to run? and is it going to be buggy and is it going to have all kinds of graphical artifacts all over
0: the place and <laughs> oh there is actually game i just looked at it there is gameplay oh you're right yeah in... there is gameplay weaved into this so they show yeah. you the the uh overlay Ooh,
1: yeah 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 yeah. okay look look it looks good it looks good it looks good i like it you know like i i will play battlefield will i play it as often as i play other things no mm. but i i will be playing playing this with friends okay um,
0: Surtas says he noticed it as soon as he joined bro (laughs) but look he was a nice friend you know he's a good friend and he and he kept it under wraps go ahead and get your boy after his passion (laughs) super chat sir
1: uh shout out to after his passion with the five dollar super chat he said forte's linguistical prowess is
0: unmatched yeah and so that is a massive cap but it yeah, is but. very much thank you for the the dollars <laughs> super chat sir if if i'm here for all of your pleasure and happiness every once in a while but um <laughs> but no for me i think this is going to be what they're uh this is not even a real word <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! You're gonna make me just strict. I stricken that from your sight. You do not. You never seen that. But um, I think it's gonna be what their their battle royale mode is gonna be. I don't. Part of me doesn't think that they should do a battle royale because Battlefield isn't about single. You know singularity play. It's not about. You being a one man army, like something like Call of Duty or, you know, Apex Legends or something like that, where you can do stuff like that. It's about teamwork. Battlefield has always been built around you and your squad. And I think this is probably going to be a good way for them to kind of lean into that a little bit more than a battle royale mode can be for them. I'm not saying that they probably shouldn't do it because you know, a lot of people are going to probably still want to do it but you know battle royale does have squad modes they have doubles they have singles they have duels you know they have squad and i think this will be a really really good um adaptation to that but i also think the way that they're implementing it matters the most like right now it looks like you're doing um capture of hard drives that are being scattered from satellites dropping from orbit and stuff Who knows, is it gonna be just one satellite? Is it gonna be like centralized, like three or four in a different area? And then it'll be like once those three satellites get picked up or four, there's gonna be one bigger one that's gonna give access to the teams that picked up the one to order to get the bigger one at the end and you have to extract it. Is it just gonna be purely extraction based like battle like um like division was? Once you get the loot, if your team can extract, there could be more than one team that wins. Um, I think those are all really good things. There's a lot more stuff that we need to know about it before we can get super excited for it. But for me, I just feel like it leans more into what battlefield actually is. You know, it's about teamwork, it's about squads, and um, I think that should be what they focus on when it comes to their version of like massive multiplayer online when it comes to like team base other than the the game modes that they already have in the game um because i truly believe the portals mode is going to be the most played part of the game outside of um maybe something like this depending on how it actually stacks up in place for a lot of people
1: hmm. yeah you know look it, it's uh i'm not i'm not a big battlefield fan never you never will be I've been here we go. Look, I I will say I I have fun playing the beta. I, it was fun. Uh, I I the, all the k ca- the chaos that was going on around and and I it, it it's it's something that when you it, it you feel a little something when you go to go take a point with a group of of your own teammates mm-hmm. and you just wipe out like three or four guys. Just wipe it's the just flow, like
0: huh? You just wipe the flow in you know?
1: Yeah, yo, it's just like yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, that's a great feeling.
1: <laughs> you know, and I, I, and like you know, when I was, I was streaming myself playing that, and I, and and there were people in the chat that was like, they, they thought it was cool, but it was just like this time to kill. They, they weren't feeling it, and that, and that's just going to be, mm-hmm. that's the way things are with first person shooters. There's right. going to be some shooters where people are just going to be like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not feeling that being able to retaliate. Like if I just get shot in the back, you know. And by the time before I could turn around, I'm already dead. Like some people can't can't job with that. They want that longer time to kill, so they have an opportunity, or they feel like they have an opportunity to fight back. But I I still can't rock with vehicles like that.
0: oh really. No,
1: I I, I hate the vehicles. But otherwise, I I'm i I'm I enjoy playing the uh the 128 map thing so yeah yeah i'll I'll definitely check this mode out i mean i have i have ea play plus so on pc Mm -hmm. i'll have access to it at launch so maybe a little bit earlier i I don't know how they do it on pc if it's the same as the ea play on consoles where you get access to it a few days earlier but hopefully that's the case i can kind of like mess around with it a little bit sooner
0: right we'll see all right so um yeah, Battlefield is gonna. be, It comes out what November nineteenth, seventeenth, or nineteenth. can't remember exactly. Um, so it's gonna be a good time when that finally does come out. So I'm allow you to, you know, slander my f- my favorite game for. Is it oh, slander if it's true? I'm allow you. To, I'm I'm allow you to slander my favorite game. Is it, uh, is for it a slander
1: while. if it's true?
0: Uh, it, it might be a needed thing, but I'm allow. I'm allow this this to happen. So. Uh, Mm Um, recently Bungie had just come out and announced that they will be voting part of destiny two, when it comes to the tango shore and the forsaken campaign and the associated strikes that come with those areas, we will still be keeping the dreamy city overall, uh, which is part of forsaken, and we will be keeping the actual last, Witch Raid, which is another part of forsaken. So this has been something that has been. Something has been going on with Bungie for the last year. This is this will be the second annual year that they Simon Shandles has just removed a bunch of content from the game. Um, the first time around, they did a bunch of planets. Um, it was probably the biggest removal of content they've ever done in a game before to this day, and it was mostly because it was stuff that was from the launch of Vanilla D2 that they were kind of voting. and some of that stuff they brought back already, you know, like the Cosmodrome. They brought stuff like that. So in general, a lot of people are kind of upset at this. Some people feel like it's content that they paid for. Why are we taking away content that, um, that people want to play and then on top of that they're still selling forsaken right now um they did do a this week at bungie talking about people not to purchase the new dlc because it will be available later this season i believe starting in december before it does come into the dvd which will be at the beginning of the next season which would be the witch queen expansion that comes out february 22nd so between december i believe december 7th and december 8th um forsaken will be made free the whole entire expansion for anybody um that has destiny and you'll be able to play all of that content as much as you want up until the launch of witch queen which at that point all of the things that i mentioned uh will be removed and put into the content vote uh at that time so mo being a person that loves to hate on destiny being a person that definitely heard about this situation on Twitter. and has some real nice things to say on Twitter about it. What do you think about this?
1: Well, first, let me, let me, let me ask a question. Okay. Go ahead. I, I just want to make sure I got all the information. Yes. Right? I, I, I want to be accurate here.
0: Okay? Accuracy is your so, best policy.
1: Let's say I am a brand new player to destiny. Uh-huh. I am the bluest of blueberries. I don't know anything. I said, hey, what's this Destiny game about? Let me go download that and see what's up. <laughs> After they remove this content, what exactly am I starting at?
0: Uh, you are still starting at the new player experience. We'll start you on the Cosmodrome like it was in D1. Uh, so you're okay. basically you're basically starting your experience as we're, a Guardian from the beginning. We're there, right? Uh, yes, if you choo- if okay. you choose to go through that campaign, yes, with Kate there. Okay.
1: Okay, okay, so so there's Kate. What if I, hey hey, this guy's hilarious, he's funny. I think his voice reminds me of somebody I know. Pretty interesting character. And then out of nowhere, you know, I'm progressing through the story. Kate's gone. What happened to Kate? No one's talking about where did Kate go? What's my favorite character? He's not showing up in the cutscenes anymore. Kate's dead? I I find out Kate's... When when did that happen? Oh, that was with Forsaken? What's Forsaken? Oh, they took that out. (laughs) See, this is... This is what I'm talking about here, man. Who who are you... Look, I have never heard of a developer. Uh Uh-huh. Regardless of what kind of game it is, MMOs, looter shooters, RPGs, whatever. Mm-hmm. An ongoing game.
2: Removing content as they're adding content. Right. Ridiculous.
1: It's what you pay for. If you want to go back. And by the way, the the, the uh videos yeah. pause. Yeah, I got it. If you want to go back and play through Forsaken again. Well, damn it, you should be able to do that. If you are sherpering or helping along a new Destiny player and you and they say, hey, let's. I want to go through all the content. Can you do it with me? And you know you really don't want to, but you want to have this guy get up to where you're at and you want to have them be as invested in this world as you are. Yeah, let's go through that, man. I'm going to do all the, the trash content. All of it. But I can't wait to do Forsaken again. Because Forsaken was good. But Forsaken's gone. They sunset your weapons.
2: They take away your content. I mean, what what what's next? Start, start removing maps? Uh, you know. They already
1: like, no, did that. Was...
0: <sighs> they removed maps already. They moved, <laughs> they removed a bunch that... of P They removed a bunch of PvP maps already.
1: <laughs> wait, what? and they they
0: removed some and they brought some back
1: i i literally didn't know that that was not me setting things up i had no idea well i'm
0: going to tell you the truth i'm giving you all the ammunition that you need right now
1: you know look i i got i got apparently i have an entire arsenal of of ammo and guns back here with you know i don't even know how I use them i'm just you know shooting at whatever and it's hitting land in bullseyes because apparently they just don't know how to act. They just treating y'all whichever, which way that they want to. Hey, you know, let just, me just take some content out. You know, why not, right? right. You don't care, right? Well, maybe I kind of know you don't care. Never mind. Moving on. But you just go take some, some, some of the, the maps out. You don't care, right? You don't even like those maps. I, I did kind of like that one. Yeah. So like, anyway, like, no, like, this is what happens when there are no checks and balances. And what I mean by that is you guys complain about things but what you going to do? Stop playing the game?
2: You're being nope. messy right now. You What, what you going to do? Not pay for the battle pass? No. What you going to do?
1: Not buy that, that ship that you thought looked real cool? No. So, so, so what incentive do they have to, to not treat you like this? I you know I said this on Twitter when I first heard this and I like and my first reaction was like first like wait what what why and then I started thinking about other looters and and how like every time I suggest something they do something that would be beneficial to the game like adding loadouts since you have so much varied content you got raids you got strikes you got crucible PVP and how you got to switch around all your gear to tailor it to specific content hmm. and that's not new for destiny every looter does that but in other looters you get loadouts so you could set a loadout and instead of having to spend hey hey take me back to the tower i got hey
0: <laughs> you don't <laughs> really have to go either. back to the tower anymore for stuff
1: though. Oh, whatever like <laughs> hey, hey give me a second i gotta go through my phone through this app go and go through my stash and start moving stuff around and you ain't got to do that. You got a out. You just switch to your, your crucible loadout. You're good to go. You switch to your your iron banner loadout. You're good to go. Your uh, What's the other one? The, the real sweaty one. That's three on three. Can't remember right now. Okay. Forte. I am
0: here. I'm listening.
1: You're not listening because if you were listening, you would answer my question. I, what's what the next one you name want me to the say? this three on three. That's real sweaty. Trials of Osiris. Thank you. See, you weren't listening. Uh, trials of Osiris. You could have a trials of Osiris loadout. Your 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 raid loadout. That's e- that's simple stuff to implement. Freaking Ubisoft developers could do it. That's no shade to Ubisoft developers, but still, Ubisoft developers can do that, and they have. How come Bungie hasn't? Look, C- common sense stuff to benefit the player, but they couldn't charge for loadout, so. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, they could charge you for loadouts. They charge for everything else in the game.
1: Yeah, uh, but you know what? They could charge for loadouts. So you guys would pay for it. So you're right. They could charge for mm. loadouts. Maybe they don't think they can, and that's why they haven't. I don't know. But what, my, my point is, is that whenever I bring up things that Destiny doesn't do that they could do, I always get pushback from Destiny players saying, "But this is Destiny." And I'm like, "Yeah, I know it's Destiny. So freaking what? It ain't. It ain't special." It's not different than any other video game. It, it it has weaknesses. You guys admit them to yourselves, but then to other people you act like it's perfect.
0: But I don't like, think that's the case. I don't think anybody and, said no one says destiny is perfect. Look, look is it just I, this, not, this I'm, is I'm you not, coming it, off more as a person that we admit the faults of destiny, but we continue to keep playing destiny. Even with its false, and you don't understand why. No, look, I, I this is what I'm saying. And plus, there like George way, just said, Forsaken isn't gone yet. It's not gonna be gone until February. It, but it shouldn't be
1: gone, period.
0: Like but how it, long it, it, how it, big it, do you want this game to be slow? It's already a... well before they did the is last. It than wow? Is it bigger
2: than Wild?
0: Is it bigger than wild I think on a hard drive size, it was before they did, they started doing but all that's that just, stuff. Just
1: because WoW got like, you know, like WoW's been around for so long that like some of that content looks like, I mean, it's it, it could fit in, in, you know, on a thumb drive. On a JPEG. Kind of drive. Right. But it's like, but regardless, like, I don't think just if WoW had a, a higher graphical fidelity that they, Blizzard would be removing content. Like they really actually they just revamped it you told this to me a little while ago. They revamped the like the the very first uh parts of Wow.
0: Yeah, the beginning parts of Wow they revamped it. So they instead of it, removing, made it everything they
1: decided to, to make it better. I, you know I, I, on Twitter, I made this 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 like example because because it just blew my mind and those who are warframe who have played warframe would understand how what I'm saying about this is like it's like a digital streams removing the second dream and And for context, for those who ever played warframe, the second dream in warframe, it was like the changing of warframe. It took it to a whole different level. It's a great story. It's a great quest. It is told beautifully, and it really changed the the whole entire direction of the game, and and fleshed out the story in a way where people now like there there is massive lore to the game that people uh, are proud of. And imagine if Digital Strange just removed that out of the game. Mm-hmm. So like if new players come in. They they will never experience what the rest of us experience by playing the second dream. Mm. They'll never get that experience themselves. I think that's sad. You know, and that and as a former Destiny player, I, I feel kind of sad about that. That they're removing content that was I I thought Forsaken was great. Yeah. And I, I mean a lot of people agree with you on that. Yeah, it's just like
0: but, the, I, but the, was... I think the good parts of Forsaken are still there. I mean, the only thing you're losing is the campaign. I mean, I don't like that we're losing the campaign. I don't think, I don't like <laughs> that we're losing the campaign because I think it kind of takes the, even knowing the raid doesn't, like the campaign doesn't lead directly into the raid, it leads into some other stuff. The campaign did lead into you getting to the Dreaming City and understanding everything that was going on with Awokens and stuff like that. I think that's something that a lot of people are going to miss, but at this point right now, people that play Destiny, they, they just, they kind of live in the here and now, you know, they, it's not too many people that dabble in the older stuff unless there's something back there for them to get that they have to get like a weapon or something like the only reason people run last wish. like shout out to shout out to the um the the squad the a team you know shout out to the iron Lords podcast and the team um luca got her um vex picked the class from uh Voldemort glass yesterday or david for yesterday and it was an amazing experience for her to finally get that we're still trying to get 1K Voices, which is the great exotic from Last Wish, and that is still going to be a part of Destiny, even with them, um, you know, voting part of Forsaken, and I think that is like honestly the only reason people do Last Wish at this point. There, I mean, granted, there's some weapons in there that still aren't sunset, so you can still use those game those guns in in game activities, but the real reason people don't truly care about this, like they don't care is because they don't really, it's no reason to go back and play any of that stuff, especially for people like me and Taz that already have the stuff from there. Now, if you want to go and get better versions of stuff from there, that's perfectly fine for you. But for the the majority and major part of the community, it's no reason to even really talk about this and perfect example before this season even started, nobody was really even reason
1: to talk about.
0: No, no, I'm just saying before the season started, nobody was even talking about dreamy city because it was like a, it was like a spot of the game that nobody went to at all. And let's be for real. The only reason it's a talking point now is because a lot of the last, like the last, um, the last event that we're doing right now, the seasonal event has you going to the dreaming city to compete and do stuff inside of it. So it makes people go to that, that, you know, world to actually do some of the questing in there, which you didn't have to do before. That's the main reason why the dreaming city itself isn't leaving forsaken because it's tied to like a seasonal event. And they already announced that seasonal events will last for at least one calendar year. Now I can tell you next year, that will probably disappear because that seasonal event would disappear but dreaming city was never a conversation anyways for a long time and um that goes for a lot of the other stuff the raid will be the only thing people will kind of be truly missing and stuff like that um the Tangle shore disappearing people do they really care the only thing they really cared about was their glimmer exchange for the spider You know, going there to get, you know, some type of currency that they were missing and stuff like that. Like I said, it doesn't say that it's wrong that they're doing it. I can understand why they're doing it. I just think at a certain point, a lot of people just want them to just move on from Destiny 2 to Destiny 3 because they keep moving. They keep... You know, taking stuff away, taking stuff there. They're not going to do that. They'll drop the two on Destiny because they want Destiny to be. In it Destiny. They just wanted I to mean, be Destiny at this point. Aren't
1: they kind of doing that now? No, they like, are. is the new expansion like Destiny Superlight? No, or, it says it's still you know, Destiny two. As long as it, neon lights or whatever, yeah. <laughs> it's always got something with the word. No, Light it's
0: Destiny it. Lost. Uh, Broken lights. The lost. <laughs> the, the season lost. is called the season of the lost right now, sir. The next okay, expansion okay. is called the Witch Queen. The expansion after that is called um the um uh lightfall. It's, it it's called Lightfall. And then the last one is the Wait, final shape.
1: I'm telling you, it's always got light in it, man.
0: Well, then it's got and then the last <laughs> one is called the final in oh, the last expansion they announced is the final shape. And all of those have Destiny 2 in the title. So uh, and they even iterated that Destiny 2, even after that, there will be stuff that they're adding into the game. So, Destiny 2 is going to be kind of the platform for now on. I don't do need f- to update the engine now though the engine is well they can probably update the engine inside the game while they're you know still making oh, yeah, content yeah, like, for it War,
1: yeah warframe has done that they've updated their engine like three times already right game looks game looks beautiful uh it's uh that you got to do that at some point i think uh especially for ongoing games yeah that, uh, at one point you're gonna which is is difficult of course because you gotta update even your old content needs to run on the new engine. So if if you have, you can't, you can't like, you can't go too far away from what the foundation of the engine is because you need your content to run on that. Right. So there there's some things that will end up becoming like that you would love to get away from or the way that you implement things in the engine. You may not like that for example here's a great example of this in destiny one i remember hearing stories from buggy developers about how cumbersome the engine was and how updating the engine took forever getting it checked back in getting getting it it running correct you know like making sure that it, it was deep that the code was debugged and and everything was running flawlessly right. that was an issue a long time and so they corrected that with destiny 2 with the engine but they they couldn't do like they like they had the changes they had to make they couldn't have like have like just destiny run on that like it it, it would have been too difficult so so like when you have massive changes like that for a great another great example is with the division with the the first snowdrop engine you know great engine and all but it had a, a very serious flaw when it came to allowing people to go through other parts that were still s- supposed to be sectioned off in the environment. Um, and it had, it, and basically go through and, and bypass incursions in like five minutes when it should have taken an hour and just get a bunch of loot. There was exploits all over the place with Snowdrop engine, people exploiting uh, the, the poor uh method that the the their their uh engine was able to track where hit detection was in the dark zone. And so people would create a uh, we used to, we used to call it the, the chicken dance where in the dark zone, if you did the chicken dance, like fifty percent of the da- of the hits that you actually took wouldn't register. So people would be taking on like one v fours in the dark zone and winning because you know all their shots land, but your shot half your shots don't. And then if your build is just better than theirs, it's a wrap. You know things like that. Massive Entertainment fixed for Division Two. They made sure that Snowdrop Engine 2.0 didn't have those problems. You like you really have to kind of overhaul certain things and if they're not in a position to do that with Destiny because now it's an ongoing game, you know, it's it. it, it I'm not saying it's impossible. It, it would just take longer right, to update that engine. And it is where it is, though. But it, I do think it looks a little dated. I, I actually installed it uh, to get some gameplay for a video I'm doing that will feature some yeah. some things about Destiny. I
0: can't believe it.
1: Yeah, I can't believe it either. Did so you I I just noticed, like I mean, the game still looks good, but just like it, it is. It's,
0: it's a great it's looking pretty, game. It doesn't look dated. It doesn't look dated, sir.
1: It, it, but you look at it every day. Speaking to someone who who sees better looking games all the time, it's dated.
0: Well, sir, I'm not trying to say it's the best looking game out there. Definitely games have looked better.
1: You you see You see the, the way this poll going?
0: <laughs> I been saw that. Oh, new. is done. He's dead right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You know this. This is. I, I am the bucket of cold water you Destiny players need. You know. Yeah, and you know. A lot of the chat agrees with that. They, they, they tired of y'all of y'all foolishness, man.
0: Well, like I said, anybody that was thinking about jumping into it, don't buy it, get it. I mean, if anything, get Game Pass, everything's available in Game Pass. You can play all of Destiny right now inside of Game Pass on uh, on console, because it's not available on PC Game Pass. But it is, is available new, on Steam. Is
1: that new expansion going to be in Game Pass the way the last year I
0: was? I think we're going to hear about that during the twenty fifth well the Halo twentieth anniversary. I think that's when we're going to hear um, a lot of stuff they, on that.
1: The ways they got all y'all pre orders and then they is going into Game Pass. Yep, that's
0: so. what happened with me. Like that's what happened with me and Taz. Me Taz and Luca, we both. Had the expansion already paid off, and then they announced all of it going to Game Pass, and we look, just never canceled a great it. Developer, man. we so never said, canceled. Let me, it. let me stop. Let me stop. Well, we could have cancel. Well, listen, we could have canceled our our pre orders and just played through Game Pass. But well, why, why didn't you? Because uh, we like Destiny. We just support the developers. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Okay.
0: I mean, look, it was already money spent, so. Mm-hmm. And plus, we what they gave they gave like special emotes and stuff to people that did it too. So Ooh. shut up, slow It's whatever. Uh, okay, ran over. I'm not allowing you to talk about. You are banned from talking about <laughs> Destiny again for hey, a couple man, of
1: weeks. Let me stop the the poll the slide, and you know, even though it's got a long way to go to change the the, the change the that results, number but, um, uh...
0: sir. I I <laughs> um zero cool. is gonna try it this weekend. So yeah, definitely try it out. It's free in Game Pass. You can. You know, just play as much as you want. And um, none of these changes will affect you until um, February 22nd at the earliest. So, Slow Mo, you, final topic, you were part of a Twitter Spaces this weekend this week i should say yeah you were you were a part of it you you had some stuff to say and it was about multiplayer experiences versus single player experiences and it also dove into the whole metacritic conversation about you know trusting developers and not not developers are uh, reviewers and their opinions and games and stuff and you had some really really nice things to say and i wanted to bring that to um dps so you can um you know, elaborate on that even more, you know, without being, you know, cut off like you were during that spaces. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, man, for so
1: the spaces, man. It's, I it's, know, it's, it's, you uh, know, when you
0: let people, when you give people the an open mic, for debates. when you give people an open mic, that's what happens. That's sarcasm. But, right, um, right. yeah, so go ahead and set the table. Um, cause I didn't catch the beginning of it. I caught mostly the middle end of it, but, Go ahead yeah. and tell people what your thoughts on, you know, just multiplayer, single player experiences and Metacritic are.
1: Well, I, you know, I kind of uh, shout out to the person who was hosting the space. It was K. Sante K. the homeboy from the, the Gaming Circle podcast, him, Everborn. And and, and Sante was hosting it. Uh, he did a great job. It was it was, it was a good, good, uh, good discussion for the most part. Now, when I joined into it, when I was listening to it, it wasn't in the beginning. It had already kind of like morphed away from just being single player versus multiplayer experiences. I got I caught like the tail end of that and it kind of got into, uh, I was requested to speak. And then I said, all right, well, you know, I got a little bit of time while I'm, uh, washing clothes and washing dishes. You know, being all domestic and stuff, right. You know, cause I'm, I'm a domestic, you know, and, uh, I said, you know, I got a little bit of time. Let me go speak in this real quick. So, yeah. So the, my thoughts on single player versus multiplayer, I. It, it, the quality of the game determines. What is like, like there's no such thing as single player versus multiplayer, like like there there is no one is better than the other because there are people who prefer both, right? There are people who are anti-social guys. They ain't got no friends. They don't want to play with nobody. They play single-player games. Good for them. Do that. Do you. I I I, I like to dabble in my single-player games all the time. Now, more than dabble. I mean, let me not say dabble because uh, we got some people in the chat that might, might <laughs> think weird about that. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I enjoy both single player and multiplayer games but what i really enjoy is when they're really really good and that's what the, the whole point is like you can have a multiplayer game you you can make a multiplayer game you could you could be of the mind that multiplayer games is where it's at like you should like the money is in multiplayer games just because you see stuff like 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 fortnite and 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 roblox and they, they're making money hand over fist but are you Fortnite? Are you Roblox? Can you duplicate the kind of experience that resonated with enough gamers to build those platforms into what they are? Oh, you can't? But then what's the purpose then? Why are you making the game just because it's popular, right? right single player games. Are you Sony? Can you make a cinematic third-person perspective game? that is heavily like scripted with, with cut And, and like, do you have the kind of resources that Sony has with Sony pictures and having whole teams focused on strictly just doing the cutscenes for you? Do you have that? No. So what are you making a single player game for? Just because Sony single player games sell great and review great. Doesn't mean that yours will like it's, it's not a either or. So that's just my thought on that. It got into this whole thing with Metacritic mm-hmm. where there were some guys there that were very frustrated. They were <laughs> Xbox gamers. <They> were frustrated <laughs> with the way people focus on Metacritic so much. The way people use Metacritic as a tool or a weapon in the console war against them because they rarely they've, in the past generation have had the opportunity to brag about games having high Metacritic scores. Whereas the PlayStation gamers, they, they've had quite a few games have impressive Metacritic scores. Metacritic sucks. Let's keep it a buck, right? It's, it's, it's a flawed system. Metacritic is weighted. If you look at the criteria of how they do their scores, they tell you is weighted that some reviews have more weight than others. And 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 even though they don't get into specifics of which reviews do, you know, it's the IGNs, the GameSpots having a, a higher, more weight than the Gamer.com or or gamers Republic, or whatever the heck, they name whatever you know random site that you'll see show up on metacritic. so that that's one reason why it's flawed. The other reason why it's flawed is that it doesn't accurately tabulate reviews from some of these developers. And here's a great example of it. I'm gonna go name the developer. I mean, I'm sorry, developer. I meant the uh, the the journalist reviewer, but there was a reviewer. He reviews for a particular website that we all know of. He did a review of Returnal. He did this review. He gave it because the way his website does it, they do five stars. Right. It's out of five stars. He gave it a three out of five. Not a bad game. Not a great game. A good game. That is... When tip, people typically see a star system, use something three out of five. I look at that, and if I had to give it a number system, I would say that's like a seven out of ten. It's like a
0: seven out of ten, yeah.
1: Right, it's an average game. It's not terrible. It doesn't suck. It's not mediocre. It's a three out of five. You know, a three out of five review that gets put into Metacritic turns into a sixty.
0: Oh, it does. I didn't know that.
1: Because if they do it by twenties, so you got. If you, They literally used just straight math to oh, do it without yeah. thinking about what they, like, And so if you read the review, the review is very positive about the game. It talks about some of its weaknesses, but very positive about the game. But then you look at Metacritic and it says 60. Usually games that get a 60 on Metacritic don't have very favorable reviews. Right.
0: Plus it's red, so, isn't it?
1: It's like... Yellow, not yellow, orange or something. Orange or something, yeah. Like it, 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 you, you see it. It's because oh, it stands out. It it, stands stands out, out. yeah. And so this person got kind of, you know, had a pretty bad week on social media with fanboys, you know, doing the typical "you suck, you're terrible," I hate you, I hate you, hate your mom, I hope your dog died, that kind of stuff, right? And it's just like so unnecessary, right? (laughs) In in any case, it's not. That's not uh, that's not acceptable, but this is all because Metacritic is flawed. And so, outside of that, I me personally, I never care about what a Metacritic score is. I played Bleeding Edge and I liked it. Mm. Bleeding Edge had a terrible Metacritic score. I enjoyed Scarlet Nexus that had just a you know not terrible Metacritic score, but just just a yeah it was a good game. You know, like you got footage for back for blood. And I really like Back for Blood, even though it's got its issues. And it got like a 70, the highest Metacritic score is Guys, guys a 79 on PC. Mm-hmm. So Metacritic should not determine how you like games. Right. But, and this is the part where people in this Twitter space just couldn't understand what I was trying to say. And shout out to to the homie BG, because BG was trying his best to explain this as well. But people just didn't want to hear it. But just because things shouldn't be a certain way, doesn't mean that they aren't. Metacritic shouldn't matter to whether you play a game or not. Right. But for a lot of gamers, it does. And how do we know it's influential in how a lot of gamers play their games, choose to play a game because developers and publishers know it does. And that's why they they will call up a, a reviewer and be like, hey, what's up with this review? What's this about? Mm-hmm. We gave you access. We helped your channel. You gave us a 76? We've seen people who are reviewers mention that before. This is why very famously Obsidian when they were developing Fallout New Vegas for Bethesda had a bonus within their contract that they would get a fat bonus if the game got a Metacritic score of 85 or above and they got an 84 and so they missed out on that bonus. Mm -hmm. This is why John Garvin lead narrative director for Sony Bend who wrote Days Gone, sat down with David Jaffe in an interview and told David Jaffe for Sony Metacritic is king. Metacritic is very important at Sony. And if your game gets a 70 Metacritic like Days Gone did, don't plan on having a sequel. So, yeah, Metacritic's
2: important to particular people it's important to yeah yeah what up
0: I wasn't working. I ordered it yesterday, but I wasn't working today, so I didn't know if they emailed it back. I, I work tomorrow, so I'll let you know when I go in tomorrow. Oh, shut up! I'll call you soon. We on the podcast? I'll call you soon. I'm done with the podcast. All right.
2: right how i would like things to be things are not
1: so that's all i got man that's all i gotta say
0: mm, yeah they said i guess they couldn't hear you for a second you cut out for a second oh
1: man I man
0: i said some the but, most, some of the most profound things oh yeah well they they <laughs> they heard you all the way up to when um brap did his um his super chat and then they. i just... didn't even
1: see that he did a super chat i was talking with my eyes closed i was i was in i was in preach mode my bad look uh i i i don't know if you guys
0: uh they just didn't heard they didn't hear the last minute that you said go ahead go... i hear forte on the phone wait me did you mute me <laughs> to have a phone call
1: Forte, excuse me, you heard me. I hear you. what did you just say? Did you
0: mute me to have a phone call? No,
1: I didn't. Okay. Uh, Because, uh, one bad insider in the chat says, they
0: said, I, they said, I hear Forte on the phone (laughs) and slow and, and, and their test says Forte muted the raw person. Are you, did
2: you, or did you not mute me?
1: why you get so
0: why you see so angry
1: because we're having a show and you muted me while i was talking by accident i muted you for 30 i muted
0: on. you for 30 seconds i didn't mean so to you mute you mute i muted you for 30 seconds my mom was calling me and i was she called me like three times in a row so
1: you, i was like you lied to me
0: no i didn't i just told you the Listen, truth
1: you before you told the truth you lied no
0: I didn't just you yes, know I you embellished did, chat, the
1: truth chat, chat, that, that's called lying
0: shut up, on, slow-mo
1: <laughs> do, do tell me to
0: shut up slow <laughs> <laughs> okay he said you shut up liar um no yeah my mom like I was looking at my phone my mama called me like she called me I was like oh, I'll call her after the show did she called me back and I was like what the hell Then she called me again I was like okay I gotta mute slow I, I said I gotta mute myself and then I muted you by accident. You,
1: you, I got mute slow-mo. I didn't so mean to the mute slow-mo. So audience can you hear you have your conversation? No, I didn't have it.
0: I just told her I would call her back. I, I said, is everything okay? She was like, oh, yeah, I didn't work today. Oh, okay, I'll call you after the podcast. She said, okay. That's what that I said. said. It was 30 seconds. Literally 30 that, seconds. That took
1: 30 seconds? Like you, you said that in five well you know his passion said oh wow you disrespectful to the, the, the mama forte he said you told your mom to shut up I
0: to- <laughs> that's, my brother was on the phone too that's why my mom and my brother so you, was on the phone. so you told
1: your brother to shut up I told my
0: brother to shut up but my mom was the one that called me on wow. three-way you
1: know this is okay so so you're on three-way with your mom and your brother you told your mama to shut I up. I told my brother to shut up. And you told your brother you're calling back.
0: I told my mama I call her back, and my brother was on the phone with her. So technically, I don't me, know if I well, call him back. I'm
1: thinking, I'm, thinking I'm having a great point. You were having a great point. I can to. hear the point. Well, the no whole one, no one knew that, but you, because you muted me, so we could hear you talk to your to to mama for for
0: thirty seconds. Yes,
1: I can't. I can't, I can't not believe. This is what happens when 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 you host. Like, yeah. you know.
0: I will. I will. This is what happens
1: when you host.
0: I will take responsibility. If you want, you can repeat the last thirty seconds. You don't.
1: Seconds. To, you don't you, I will take responsibility. You have to. <laughs> we already give it Remember, hey, yo, brat, to you. yo brat, yo <laughs> brat.
0: Remember when I told you yesterday that me and Sloan were going to get into an argument today. <laughs>
1: So, so, you, you, so we're just saying this was premeditated. No,
0: this wasn't. This was this. It,
1: it, it, it sounds like you're saying. That this I just knew.
0: I just, I was just. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. It sounds like you. Wait, like, hold on. Let's let's to, let's go. First of all, what comment?
0: First of all, shout out to. I am
1: very calm. I'm just you look, know. First of all,
0: shout out to Brat with the two dollar super chat. Shlomo needs to play Souls games. Yes, he does. He definitely does do that. And and go to his uh, Twitter, not his Twitter. Go to his Twitch account and just sit yeah. there and yeah, watch go, him play. Go to my Twitter account. Go to my Twitter. Account yeah, his Twitter account. And, it has a and, link. It has and, a link and, and to his look Twitch.
1: For, look for the the Twitch uh, the channel points. On my Twitter account.
0: Yep. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Go there. And then um one bad mother says, "Can't hear him." After fashion, can't hear him. Forte says, "Muted the wrong person." One bad says, "I hear Forte on the phone." Slow <laughs> mo, <So, laughs> after, after, after his passion, cut out. You mean. Me. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> wait a minute. Right, wait, wait. You passion. can. We'll get to. Him. We'll get to him. We'll get to him. So then, shout out to Sir Tass. He's sick, and I say, "He." I said, "Slow mo, you cut out." Slow sir Ted say cut out you be muted <laughs> oh my you! and after franches said yes he did everybody's laughing at me uh I, yes he muted you and spoke to someone on the phone after he told my oh shut up that was entertaining um we heard everything go ahead with after his passion slow-mo oh i can speak now yes am i muted
1: can people hear me no you're not muted okay great shout out to after his passion the five dollar super chat slow-mo don't forget for i used to used to deny he was eating on the air all the while burping while denying it absolutely i will never forget
0: (laughs) that hey i did stop eating on air i used to eat on air i don't do that anymore
1: yeah you also you also used to lie about that with food in your mouth
0: i only did that one time (laughs) what the the heck was that
1: the I can hear you chewing. What are you talking about? <laughs> Aren't you, I'm not eating anything. And you just swallowed the food fool. Like, like, like we, we can't hear that with your $5,000 mic. Oh man.
0: It's a good mic. It's probably why you can hear everything. Oh, forte hearted <laughs> muted. <laughs> You know, what was I talking about? You, I don't even you were just talking about you were talking
1: okay, about Metacritic. Talking you were talking about the last 30 about.
0: seconds of Metacritic.
1: The, 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 what I was saying was that John, I don't know if people heard me talk about John Garvin. The they heard you the
0: talk lead. about John Garvin, but go ahead. How, how do you know? Because it it, that was before the last 30 seconds.
1: Okay. So I
0: I, I don't remember what
1: I said after that. It's lost, it's lost to the
0: ether. It's lost to so. the ether. Well, come up with something yeah, clever. But,
1: something something clever yeah something clever um, well coming up with something clever is very hard to do so <laughs> I, I just,
0: uh... i'm never gonna live this down <laughs>
1: absolutely never never absolutely so no um no look just i well i what i will say to close this up is that metacritic should that matter to you on what games you play if you're interested in the game and it gets a 65 on Metacritic, don't let that that deter you from playing the game. For me personally, the only time I look at I will consider a review and 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 that might change my opinion on something is if all a lot of reviews are saying this game is broken, it's unplayable. Or like say touch, like Amazon's New World, it's a PC only game. I was interested in playing this MMO until I heard that like it's like killing people's GPUs. <laughs> your, your
0: your GPU's on on the line if you do to play that game. Yeah,
1: pause, no sir. Like <laughs> that's the kind of feedback I want to hear. That lets me know I will wait until the game is fixed before I play that. That's right. the kind of feedback I want to hear from people. Uh, you know, like I I or if something is like disrespectful to a group of people, egregious kind of thing. Like if Riva Riva goes, I was, I was chilling with the game until they started dropping N words left and right. And they started, you know, saying, using a lot of racial stereotypes about Asian people. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, if that's the kind of stuff that's going on, that's good for me to know. I will stay, steer clear of a game that I was going to get, but I don't want to support developers that's doing that kind of thing. You feel me? So like when it's something that is, is, doesn't align with your, your, your personal, your personal ideology and your, your personal thoughts and, 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 and the things that you respect and feel then yeah, use reviews to kind of help you guide you there. But as far as the game being quality, like, like only you can determine that, but Mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with why other people still use reviews to determine, whether they're gonna get a game or not. And because people do that, it's why publishers and developers do the things they do and mm. make Metacritic more important than it needs to be. Mm. Now hopefully I didn't get muted in any of that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you 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 knocked it out the park. I think you hit all of the um I think you hit all of the thousand dollar um bullseyes on that um closeout right there. No, i mean but for myself i i do agree 100 percent in everything that you kind of said it was just something that i couldn't say in the spaces because i was at work that day but yeah. i just think a lot of people Even If you
1: were able to get in the spaces you probably wouldn't be able to say it. <laughs>
0: facts facts definitely it was open mic night in that spaces but um no i just think you know at a certain point i always tell people all metacritic is is a bunch of people's uh, opinions <laughs> Congregate into one space where you can actually see them all together. And people that think that Metacritic does not influence people's buying habits, it absolutely does. Um, people, uh, I heard somebody. I think um, BG, yeah, BG was on fire. I, I just went there. BG was on fire in that spaces, um, and he was talking about you know like how Deathloop, Loop, how it's nobody was really looking at that game like that, everybody was on the fence about it and everything. And then all of a sudden, 10 out of 10 start coming out of uh, Metacritic. And, you know, a lot of people started running out, grabbing the game and stuff like that. You know, that was a game that definitely heavily. We don't know how much it heavily um, relied on Metacritic to get even more sales, but it definitely got sales off of that. Yeah, go ahead.
1: What is this game that we're looking at?
0: Oh, um, Alpha Planet. Okay. Oh, you shocked that I played something different, aren't you? I'm I'm shocked that you played something I'd never heard of. So, yeah, it's actually pretty cool. It's 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 like a it's like a walking sim, but it's more um you got stealth elements and stuff inside of it. I played like probably an f- hour and a half of it. Pretty cool. I'm gonna have to go back and finish. I start. I I was like one of those things. I was starting this whole adventure of look at all these games in Game Pass. Oh, let's start with the one that starts with an A. And it was like the first game in A that I actually was interested in. Looked at. And I was like, huh. Let me download it. And I I ended up playing. Yeah, like hour and a half, two hours of it. Like two days ago. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, so like, I like branching
1: out with some some indie games. Man, look look at. I I always say indie is where the innovation is, and yeah. so you'll get a, it's it's a lot of boom or bust, you know, like it's uh, big time publishers and developers are are leery to spend millions upon millions of dollars on an idea that might fail, and so they like to play it safe and stick to things that if it if they haven't done it before and know it works, someone else has done it before. And know it works, and so they typically don't like to do that. But indies, that there's no overlord saying that's a dumb idea. Don't do that.
0: Yeah, you never know what you never know what people will be try will are willing to try unless you put it out
1: there. Right, right. And so I, I I love I love trying indie games because I always end up seeing something that I didn't see before or having experience in gaming that I. I haven't played before, which is why, you know, our homie Luke was always like, Slomo, you play all these games, you don't like any of them. But, like, a lot of the games I do like
0: are games you guys haven't even heard of before. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it it was a, it was a, it was a, is it a game that I will say is, like, the best of games? No, but it was, I, and I'll tell you the truth, I just got tired of nothing but Destiny gameplay on my channel. So I was like, I need to at least, I, I told myself I would set myself
1: up for at least, you did a much better job with the host this week with actually lining up content to what we were talking about.
0: Right. And I got so, tired of just letting one thing play all the way through. And you just, you just messed it up with muting me, but still <laughs> you, you, you at
1: least got the video side.
0: Right. I got the video side, right. You know, the one thing that I know I could actually do really well on, but, um, yeah, man. But like, you know, closing out that I think Metacritic is, um, uh, Is it needed? No, it's not needed, but it's relied upon when it comes to a lot of these studios, when it comes to like, you know, their monetary gains and stuff. And when it comes to monetary gains, we should always celebrate the the creators getting as much money as possible. And, um, it just goes back to like the, um, developer for, um, or Days Gone said, you know, buying the game definitely helps, you know, buy If a game is good, if you're interested in the game, go out and buy it. Um, you know, even if you're going to wait on a sale, it's still worth, you know, the, um, the number that you give them by actually doing something like that I do
1: have to push back on mr garvin on that i I, if a game well if it's
0: if it doesn't if it doesn't sit with you then don't give them your money
1: if you're just kind of like meh on a game or you're not interested then like yeah i'm not buying your game at launch bro i'm just not right exactly i'll I'll wait for a sale (laughs) and i'm glad for that because i don't like days gone but do you, like
0: but part of me feels like days gone on sale
1: for $20, but part of if me I feels, would have got that at 60 at launch. I haven't pissed.
0: Well, part of me feels like days gone would have been a better received game. If it just didn't have the technical problems it had at the beginning of it, because after well, playing I, it, I think that's part of it. But like, like when I played
1: it, it didn't have, I, I didn't experience any bugs. Oh, you did. I okay. just didn't like the gameplay and I, and I, I couldn't stand the main character talking to himself every five
0: seconds,-hmm,' annoying, wow, yeah, yeah, no no, that's true i am with you on that. I just think, in general, it just comes down to everybody has their own opinions on what they're looking for in the game and stuff. There's been many games that I didn't play that were nowhere near a uh, ninety credit, um that I enjoyed and stuff, but I also think there's games out there that you definitely should be weary of due to, you know, the, just how much games cost now and how many of them are releasing over time. I think that's probably the best benefit that Metacritic gives you. It just kind of saves you slightly from making mistakes on bad games where you can save that money on and just, you know, experience even better ones. But ultimately it should be your decision and come down to you checking out, you know, reviews and, reading and following along and watching gameplay of people of your favorite YouTubers or whoever you like to watch play games. I think those are the ways that you should kind of combat, you know, if you're actually interested in games instead of just taking somebody's opinion on a game, um, there's no opinion better than seeing it and playing it yourself.
1: Thanks. Uh, real quick before we close up. Yep. So you, you enjoy playing this game, right? Yeah. Okay. I have a recommendation for you. Okay, go ahead. Play Gris. G R I S.
0: I I I have it downloaded on my system. I haven't played it yet, though. If
1: you like this, you're gonna love Gris. Gris is freaking awesome. I actually might uh uh cop that on PC and play through it again. I actually because I, I when I played it, I played it on Switch when I had a Switch, mm-hmm. and I don't have access to that anymore because I sold it. And when I say I sold it, I used it as a frisbee and threw it in the ocean. I'm kidding. I sold it, but um, yeah. I kind of like a, uh, a few months ago I thought about Gris and kind of wanted to go through it again. I know it's on one of these storefronts on PC, so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Gris is good. It's a platformer like this one. It's uh, it's got uh, except it's a little bit more floaty and it mm-hmm. it this oh, all the art direction is so unique and different it's it's a really really good game and a story the story like no words are spoken but the story is really impactful i think you'll like it
0: cool well i appreciate it and i will definitely check that out what's the other game you were playing this week for today <laughs> i was playing a lot of different things this week sir this game destiny um you know i always play that My little pony oh that, no no we're not talking about this i was not play. did you okay so did you hear about this yeah okay how did you hear about it i can't divulge
1: my sources it had to be i mean listen i I don't know who you, who,
0: who, who, who how did you hear about it, slow mo?
1: But look, just, just, just admit it, man. Just, I was just,
0: not just playing that I... game. And if slow, and the fact that Sir Taz knows about this lets me know that Luca probably f- saw me online playing and thought it was me. Probably was it Luca. Was it wasn't it me. Was it wasn't me. So who was it? So I game share with my youngest child on her Xbox upstairs. Oh,
1: so we be throwing the we throwing the. Door no, down
0: no, 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 no. Listen, I was not playing Boyfriend Dungeon. I already know what game <laughs> we talking about here. Trust Yo, me, I had
1: no idea what you were talking about, but I just let you keep talking until you eventually
0: admitted it. <laughs> no, I was not. No, listen, because di- no, because Taz brought it up in the freaking chat, and listen, Yo,
1: look, I, I had no. This is what you was like. How do you know what game? And I was just like, I, I have no idea what game he's talking about. But let, let me just see if I can get him to talk himself into telling me I what don't game care. he's in.
0: Listen, listen, I was in a party. <laughs> shout out to Dealer. shout out to um <laughs> shout out to Zalker, shout out to uh, Obi-Wan. Um, they come hit, you know, Diller sends me a message a couple of days ago and I was like, what is he talking about? He said, What game are you playing? And I was like, Destiny? And I and then I, I just left. And then I go into a party with him the next day and I say, what the heck? Why, why would you ask me what game I was playing? You know, all I play is destiny. He was like, uh, sir, no, you play something called boyfriend dungeon. I was like, huh? What the heck is that? And he was like, sir. And he said, it's in your it's activity. Game. Yeah. It's an indie I, game. He's- I, I've, I've
1: watched, I think I watched Eric cuts for the win play it one time. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I would probably never play it because of the name. Right. right? <laughs> but um, it's not what you think. It's kind of like...
0: It's like you know, how... Minecraft Dungeons, isn't it?
1: No. like, Well, I, I don't know for certain. I, I watched some of her, her playing it. But I was kind of busy doing some other things. Whenever you talk to people, it's kind of like... I've mentioned Phoenix Wright before. You know how with Phoenix Wright there's like a okay, it's it's more like there's like a a character that's hand-drawn character in front of you that's speaking, but they're not like it's not like a full-on cutscenes, and I think it's voice acted. But you get maybe it is like Minecraft Dungeons. Maybe the gameplay is because like it's like your weapons are these characters you have relationships with or something i don't know but it's not all like dudes <laughs> it's not all boys there, there are some like female weapons so it could be like girlfriend something i don't know i've never played it before i have no I freaking idea but that's what i the, the the impression i got from her stream i don't think she cared for it too much because i don't think she streamed it beyond that but i've heard some people say oh this game's good i've seen that on twitter so I don't know. Maybe you should play Boyfriend Dungeon. No. Maybe you'll like it.
0: No, sir. I'm not playing it Se- because seems right down your alley, man. No, listen. I was sitting there, and they they were they were roasting me in this chat, and I was like, "There's no way." And I go check my achievement list, and there it was, Boyfriend Dungeons. I was like, "What?"
1: You did it on your profile. That's no, great. no, 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 no. no so
0: no, this is the thing. And just for future notice, anybody that game shares with anybody. Uh, in order for you to game share you know you have to make you know their xbox your home xbox just remember to make sure you don't have auto sign in when they sign into their account because if you're signed in and even if they're signed in on their account and they're playing under their account since you're signed in all of your friends sees what the other person on your account is playing because that's game
1: sharing but that's true but you say you got achievements for i don't know though i don't have achievements i know i don't have achievements it just shows up on my it shows up on
0: my achievement
1: list though because i have a child account for my son who's 11 and he all he plays is roblox uh He'll dabble in Descenders and Forza Horizon Four, but mm-hmm. nine times out of ten he's playing Roblox. And I've had people I know be like, "Yo, why are you playing Roblox?" And I'm like, "I don't play Roblox." Uh, well, all day <laughs> on Discord they <it> said <laughs> Slumbo Backslap playing Roblox, and I'm like, "Uh-oh," it Was because when you have a child account, you have to be signed in on their Xbox while they're also signed in. Okay. And I guess that's, like, some kind of way or method to make sure that, like, because, like, if he tries to play something that is outside of, like, the parental controls I have, if he tried to play uh, GTA 5, for example, or Red Dead 2, mm-hmm. uh, I would get a notification saying saying um, his gamer tag is attempting to play X game. Do you want to allow that or deny it and then i have the option to kind of allow it whatever sometimes it's a little too strict because it, it didn't allow him to play for horizon four and i'm like for what <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's a racer there's nothing here that's like you know worth you know that that 11 uh, year old couldn't see so
0: oh my god
1: but but you don't get like achievements because like even though Roblox shows up on my um You don't have
0: any points in there.
1: I have no time in it on my profile. Yep. No achievements. No nope.
0: that's what yeah. it was for me. I was like, how's it showing on my account? And I have no points, no time because I, I thought my child played on my account. And this is the thing. I thought it was my youngest kid. I thought it was Peyton. I was like, okay, Peyton been playing on my account, playing games. And I said, wait, there's no time. And then when I saw that, I remembered that I had just got my youngest daughter at X by serious S and it's in her room. And just the day before she logged in with my account to make that one, the, you know, primary account. And I texted her. I literally, when we were in a party. I texted her I was like, hey, I took a picture of the screen and I said, hey, have you been playing this game? And she was shaking. She's like, oh, yeah. What did I do wrong? What's wrong with it? I was like, there's nothing wrong with it. I said, you just get me crucified over here and george just basically said that um dealer shouted me out on rdx that's why i told dealer too i said i'm not showing up the rdx because you're oh, gonna go in there and shout me and, out
1: he was like and he was like you know and the in the typical dealer voice he you up know, forte if, shout out to forte for playing boyfriend dungeon guys yeah, you know forte plays boyfriend dungeon you know you, you know how he probably oh
0: i know him. how he did it because he yeah, yeah. That, and i told him right then i said there's no way i'm showing up the uh, rdx tomorrow i'm just letting you know that man it was crazy but no it, it's it's cool um shout out to erodimus with the five dollar super chat she says great job forte for expanding your gaming portfolio instead of destiny all the time yeah listen man it's, it's destiny is destiny but I, I gotta give you guys more content than just destiny i can't i can't just be destroying people in a crucible every every week um in gameplay
1: the same footage
0: man. no that's not no, it looks the same it's not the same i have like i have well over 90 hours worth of footage on my hard drive for destiny
1: i felt like there was one show where all you used no was like no that was that was minutes.
0: no that was before i yeah that i think probably like it was probably like two months ago i did but i i put a lot of time in and just recorded a bunch of gameplay so okay. as of lately it's it's been nothing but new stuff
1: Shout out to a Robin saying Xbox needs to have family Game Pass accounts. I, they I agree They do with
0: that. because yeah, yeah, they do need to have that. I would pay. Like, a I little have more. to
1: install. Like I can't remember because I haven't done this in a minute. But um, my son will go every now and then go through Game Pass and see something that he may want to play, but he can't. He can't install it. So I have to go onto his Xbox, switch to my account install it, and then he switched back to his, his account, and then he can play it. I mean, like, all these extra steps is just unnecessary.
0: Yeah. Real Zaire says somebody on a different podcast played that, and I liked it uh mitchy dies a lot said boyfriend dungeons is a really good game i think you your people say it's good you should try it out I mean, man listen y'all listen man no, I, I'm, I'm already i'm already attached to that thing i had to you know good thing i didn't earn achievements in it so you can go in and hide it off your list so people would never know it was there unless they you know saw me for some strange reason in that game before but when i looked it up i was like oh it looks like minecraft dungeons, but it's just the name of the game that's throwing me off Boyfriend Dungeon I'm like yo what <laughs> I, I was this like this is
1: why I'm offline 99.999% of the time so people can't be judging what I'm playing <laughs> although I'm playing. not playing Boyfriend Dungeon but I, I will play some stuff because like look even on PC and I, I forget to leave the Xbox app running in the background on my PC. Mm-hmm. I'm playing the game on Steam. It shows up like if people see me on Xbox and I'm showing online, it'll show you what I'm playing on Steam, EA, Ubisoft, uh, Connect, Epic Game Store, whatever. It's showing you what I'm playing. Mm-hmm. People, what what game is that? Why are you always playing all these random games, Spank? Stop xbox
0: stalking me man right oh so, yeah yeah man definitely well i appreciate you sir uh he said uh, real lazar says man up and down owns it and it feel, he said it feels a little better Ooh, that's cool i'm it, listen man i don't know it'll take me yeah, it'll take, me a, it. lo- it'll take you, me a lot to you
1: you, you like to play boyfriend
0: no nah, man sh- whatever uh shout out to everybody that um went into the um uh the contribution to the, um, poll says single player game experiences were 58% multiplayer experiences were 42%. That's a little upside down from what I thought it would be. I mean, it's still close either way, but, uh, I was expecting more people to say multiplayer, but then again, but then again, multiplayer, it hasn't really been that many compelling multiplayer games for people to kind of play. I think if halo would have been out, that probably would have been a little bit higher. But, um, is what the E is. So first of all, I want to say thank you for everybody coming. We were around 49 people in the chat and, um, appreciate every last one of you guys. Um, if you do not mind, hit the like button on your way out. Um, make sure you follow the official Derish per second podcast, uh, Twitter account at DP at DPS podcast, underscore, um, Anything that happens on the podcast of me and Slow Mo stream together for something for the podcast, it will be done through that Twitter link. Uh, l- l- let me
1: say it correctly at DPS underscore podcast underscore. You missed the underscore.
0: Oh, I missed the underscore. Okay. Thank you, sir. And I was no the one problem. that made that a Twitter account. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So shout out to everybody that came through and um, to my co host, Mr. Backslap, Slappiest, the man, the myth, the legend, the man of many slaps. Tell everybody where they can find you at what you got going on in your channel and um what you got in the store for people in the next couple of weeks
1: uh yeah no problem uh um check me out on my channel slow-mo backslap i should hopefully very soon have a a, a a video that i've been working on for a good little while out it's uh in, in regards to I, I i don't even feel like talking about it you'll see it when it comes out hopefully hopefully really soon but also check me out on twitch where if I'm not, I think I stream every day. I think I've I've gotten into a groove. Whenever I'm I'm home, I am streaming during lunchtime. I think I might even start calling it lunchtime with slow-mo or something like that. I don't know. Where I'll just stream around lunchtime. People can eat lunch and watch me stream. So like that seems to be around the time I go live for the most part. And uh, that might be what I'm doing tomorrow around lunchtime. So, you know, come on through. Uh, We'll see what I'm playing. Might be some back for blood. It might be something else. We'll see what's up. But uh, that is slow-mo backslap on
0: Twitch as well. And, uh, yeah, that's about it, man. Definitely. Uh, Appreciate you, as always, being a part of the show. Appreciate your friendship. Appreciate everything that you do for the community. And uh, keep going in these Twitter spaces and setting the record straight because... um, you're a lot better at it than I am, because I I will I will flip if I go into one of those things with some of the stuff people be talking about. To <laughs> like just, maybe you should. It just maybe makes it makes no si- it makes no sense, man. It makes no no no. I don't know. I already I, I got away from all the podcasts. I, and all that is is a big podcast. <laughs> Twitter Spaces, five hours long. Can't do it. Can't do it. But um, yeah. For myself, you already are here. Gary Forte everywhere. YouTube, Twitter, Xbox Live, PlayStation. We appreciate you coming through for DPS podcast, episode 54, 55. 55. Yeah. I put so much in the title that it was like, it couldn't even fit the, the, t- the, title of the, um, podcast in there, but, um, yeah, appreciate everybody coming through. Uh, I do have an announcement. I come to the conclusion of what I am going to do with this channel going forward. Cause people have been asking me. Um, I will be posting every Monday and Thursday on this channel. It basically gives me enough time to get stuff for the weekend and I will post before DPS on every Thursday. Normally I'm off work on Tuesday, Thursday. So it gives me enough time to actually just put a video together. Uh, The biggest reason why I haven't been doing it is because I just rather play games. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to talk about, so there's a a breadth of things that's going to be discussed in video form over the next couple of weeks that I didn't really touch on in video format before, but yeah, every Monday, every Thursday, you'll expect some type of upload on this channel guaranteed. Um, around everything that um, has been going on in gaming, mostly around Xbox, but you know, PlayStation and anything else could turn up in it. And then there there is opportunities for other videos to still pop up throughout the channel, but only thing I want to guarantee is Monday and Thursday make sure you tune in for stuff to come out from this channel. And I appreciate everybody that still rocks and hangs out on the show and everything like that. And, um, definitely don't want to take you guys from granted and I appreciate all the love and support you guys bring. And please sub to my homeboy, Slowmo mo backslash channel puts a lot of hard work in there. And, um, I definitely know once he starts seeing that sub count go up, it's going to make him, <laughs> do more video so appreciate everything you guys that ain't
1: doing. got nothing to do with me doing, not doing vid- he'll do him videos. he'll
0: do him though if he sees that sub count going he'll be like yo i gotta i gotta i gotta i gotta fan base i gotta make sure that that's why he talks on twitter so much y'all because his twitter count what are you at now 1600 subs now on twitter what are
1: you talking about that i don't
0: even i don't know where
1: i'm at on Twitter. i think this you're at 16. know i'm just talking so i've now. been you just you clearly just talking at this point
0: no i just want people to it's, you know it's, it's, i just it's, want people it's, to it's check ha- out your beautiful content i just want people to check it's, out your
1: content that's it it is it's, it's, it's hard for
0: you to just it's hard it it yeah. is hard it <laughs> shut up all right see you guys <laughs> see you guys later before i get eaten by this giant bug in this um underground cavern and there's one and the one thing i will say about this game slow mo the difference in environments and the colors especially with hdr turned on is pretty insane yeah,
1: it's very it's very unique very yeah different.
0: pretty cool but uh all right guys we'll see you guys for episode uh 56 next week on Slow mos channel and um, just be linked to the DPS um, channel on Twitter, so you can know anything that's going on in, you know, course of the show. All right, see you guys later. Have a good week and enjoy the games that you guys are playing.